Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I think I'm going to have to clip out the beginning because Fro was counting down with me. Why? I I can't have that. What do you mean? I can't have you undermine my countdown. Did you record that? Well, I hit the button and you were like, one. Yeah, you were still echoing him, I think. One. Oh, but wait, you recorded it? I don't record the three, two, one. I hit three, two, one record. But when I I was finished hitting three, uh, saying my, my one, I hit record and you were still going on. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just fucking keep it. Just keep what? Just everything. Keep Everyone, it. We're all going to Matt mad today. Oh, my God. Don't, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, this is the top five. Remember we used to explain the show? We haven't done that yeah. forever. Let's Maybe that's why. the show. Uh, if you, uh, oh, God. Okay. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, top five of death. Uh, I don't know how <laughs> to do it. Top five of death. Top uh, five of death. Uh, okay. If it's your first time here. The hosts create top five lists based on a given topic. Once the show is done, we put the, least, the lists up onto the Facebook page, makefun.network, where the listeners can vote on the list that they like the best. The winner of the previous week's voting gets to write a story about how the other hosts died using content from that episode. Uh, so last week, Fro was the winner. You're just going to so segue right into me doing it that he's quick? He's written some deaths. Usually we kind of like fuck around for a little bit. Well, here's the thing. I think we're going to fuck around once we talk about what this week's topic is, because then we can get into why Matt's really mad at me. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want me to just go into it. Uh, and also, Matt, we haven't done it for a while because we've been in a weird limbo where it wasn't happening and this, that, so on and so on. Yeah. I think, um, you know what it is? I'll be perfectly honest about the whole podcast. So this podcast has been around for, it'll be seven years in August. That's fucking crazy. Seven years this podcast has been going on. It's crazy to think about how the landscape of podcasting has changed in seven years. Yeah. Um, how there are now millionaire podcasters. <laughs> yes, very much. Um, so with that with that being said, I, I think, honestly, I mean, we just it just became so normal for us. I, th- I think we lost a little bit of... Uh, you know the 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 glimmer in our eyes about about the show, and I think it just was just like, yeah, we're gonna do the show. It's just like what we do all the time, but we don't do those like little things anymore. We really should get back into it. What do you I mean? should really get back into it, like explaining, explaining the, the show? show at the top, and you know, we didn't do the deaths for a while. We just brought them back. So right. one of the things I read recently, or maybe I heard it on a podcast, was um, we were talking about building an audience and how it's actually kind of hard to build an audience with a podcast because it's hard for folks to share a podcast. Yes. Right? And how it's it's much easier to build an audience with uh, like a, you know, a blog or a website and then but then on the flip side, it, th- this person was saying how it's it's sometimes easier to monetize a podcast once it has a following um, because there are just there are more built-in things for that versus a blog is, is much harder. Yeah, let's um, get some ads, dude. Start running some me undies ads or fucking. <laughs> you got to have a, a certain safe space of. or whatever it's called. Squarespace. Safe space. Ah. <laughs> no, I want to be sponsored by Safe Space. 
This is the last show that should be sponsored by Safe Space. <laughs> I think if anybody should be sponsored by Safe Space, it should be you. Me specifically or Better Matt? No, Better Matt. Better Matt is already a subscriber to Safe Space. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> How do you feel about the Marvel character Safe Space? He got lit up and oh. I, he's got to be gone, right? Is he still around? There's no way is he going to last whatever run that he's currently in. I'm not what a bad familiar. decision that was. They created like this, like uh, for lack of a better term, like an like an SJW eccentric like hero, and it just got like no one was happy about it. Nobody. <laughs> well, it's because it was so fucking on the nose, and, yeah, like, in your face. Because it was like a I don't remember if it was like a gender neutral or gender fluid or whatever one it was, some sort of you know thing like that. And then name the character Safe Space. It's like, what the fuck oh. are you doing? So I'm reading this. So I have, this is the first. This time is I'm it new to you. This. this is completely news to me. You uh, know what? I'm, I'm all f- I'm all for them doing it, but don't do it that way. It's just well, like, why, let's let's come up with the black superhero, and he's going to be called Black Man. This is well, I mean, King of Africa. That's let's a cool name. Yeah. Let's come up with the black superhero. We'll call him. Black Panther or Black Lightning. Well, well or, right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but anyway, so here, hold on. I'm, I'm reading this article, and this is fascinating. Um, so the, it's the New Warriors, and so it has classic members of the New Warriors. They're mentoring a new team consisting of Trailblazer, Screen yeah. Time, Snowflake, Snowflake, Safe Space, and Be Negative. <laughs> Uh, it seems like, I feel like boy. whoever wrote it knew what he was doing was like, ah, this is going to be funny to me. That's not good. That's bad. That's bad. That's real bad. That's very like Did it ever actually get Cuz it looks like this was announced in like March. So I wonder if this was ever actually published. I, I don't know. I highly doubt it. And like Cuz I've seen the character designs and it, it also sucks. It's very it boring. It was announced on March 18th, the week before the comic book industry shut down. So this has <laughs> not happened. Good. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad for them any no no matter what. Yeah, there's 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 no no one like I said, no one from from any Either side, side wanted it. Have yeah, no one asked for that yeah. <laughs> at all. My 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 wife is very like she's Hold on, who you know, oh, sorry. <clears throat> my wife uh you know, she's done nonprofits for LGBTQ stuff and all that. So like you would like cool that is something that's that's good for us but then she saw it she's like uh what the fuck is this it's just pandering it's like insultingly it, yeah, it's, pandering yeah it was bad and she she was like no no that's too much <laughs> uh, See, but anyway it's, not even, it's that, oh, boy gosh that anyways, is not that's not the representation people are asking for right no. top five of death we're sponsored by safe space yeah. so um safe space where you go to be safe <laughs> um but it's you know let's go into me killing some people sure (laughs) so last week's episode was the marvel fantasy casting is that what you called it maybe either of you yeah okay so i won the marvel casting uh episode and uh i'll present you my deaths i wrote them so here we go uh after the episode was recorded, Matt said his goodbyes to the crew and decided to hop on the first flight out of Boston straight to Las Vegas. He needed to see him live, Carrot Top, at his Vegas residency. Matt bought his tickets, bought his swag, which included an orange wig and freckled foam finger, and sat down for the show. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Vegas Entertainment proudly presents to you America's one and only prop comic, Carrot Top. Yeah! Yeah! Matt screams. Being the only person in the 50-capacity room showing any signs of enthusiasm, Carrot Top immediately finds his mark. He, <laughs> uh, he continues... Uh, he Sorry. Being the only person in the 50-capacity room showing any signs of enthusiasm, Carrot Top immediately finds his mark. Uh, he continues on his routine until he says, I need someone from the crowd. He pulls out a paper towel roll and uses it as a telescope and finds Matt and says, You, sir, come up here. Matt jumps on stage with glee and Carrot Top signals to the crowd one second. Uh, he walks Matt to the back room and lops his head clean off his shoulders, staples a few leafy greens to his face and comes back to the crowd and says, Look, a head of lettuce. <laughs> what is this, uh... Carrot Top auditioning for Guar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... In the meantime, Better Matt, thinking he did such a good job with his picks, smugly steps outside and stands on his front porch, rips open the first four buttons of his freshly dry-cleaned dress shirt, exposing one lone chest hair, and says to himself, I did well, a great a good thing. day. <laughs> <laughs> I did a great thing today. A random bystander walks up and punches BM square in the mush with some high-end brass knuckles and collapses his face while shouting, Fuck you, Chalamet, and fuck your punchable face, dude. The clear Boston stereotype then hears, I'm better, Matt. Oh, oh, sorry, brother. You look like a smug fucking quiche, so I assumed you was that dude, Chalamet. Matt died from testicular torsion two days later. Meanwhile, uh, Josue Sepultura was found dead in his mom's bedroom closet from autoerotic asphyxiation with an 8x10 glossy of Better Matt and Fro doing the back-to-back sitcom buddies pose nearby. Fuck you, Josue. I actually have a death from him. I just got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. So so for those who don't know, let's let's treat the show as if uh, people are just tuning in for the first time. Uh, Fro uh, has a... A negative relationship with our fans and <laughs> say a rivalry with a, a rivalry and he um he verbally gets into it with them <laughs> and uh yeah but you know what so you know what let me get into it real quick with somebody what happened to that fucking that cam girl fucking cameron bevins i thought he was supposed to be doing some shit and apparently he went premium but he no sold on his fucking uh promises he wait, so, wait. so he cameron sent- bevins is a cam girl so he yes. he did send me something one time. It was like a limerick, and he sent it to like the group chat, and I like deleted it because I didn't want you to see it. And I I had him send it to me directly, and I don't I don't know what I did with it. <laughs> Why don't you just ask him to send it again? I could. Maybe he will after this. So that's <laughs> now my he fault. Will. So Cam Cameron, send send that again or send a new one. Um, but directly message it to me. That's who. Yeah, that whole time I was like, what a pussy. He thought he was going to be a big shot and fucking <laughs> call me out, but then he fucking bailed. All right. Well, I have a death. Uh, this is Fro death, Fro's death number three from Josue Sepultura. Ugh. All right. Here we go. So it says, after another night of Fro not fulfilling his wife's sexual desires, <laughs> Fro decided to see what his two favorite actors were doing, Tom Hardy and Ryan Gosling. Uh, mm. He went to his phone and saw Better Matt texted him to come over and plug his charger into his iPhone. <laughs> that is so good. Uh, Fro, being a dumbass, didn't understand what a uh, euphemism was. 
So he responded with a simple but heartbreaking no to better Matt's heart. Uh, he saw the Hardy and Gosling. He saw, yeah, that Hardy and Gosling were in town shooting a new movie together called uh, Lock Notebook. Bro decided to head over to set uh, to the set to see his two favorite actors, the Millie Vanilli look-alike. Decided. <laughs> I don't have dreads anymore. <laughs> Yo, he's right. What uh, old picture has he been looking at this whole time? Shut up, Vanilli. Um, <laughs> no, I'm Millie. Oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. The Millie Vanilli look-alike decided to ambush the two actors in their shared trailer. He waited quietly in the bathroom. They came rushing into the door. To throw surprise and excitement, they were making out. He saw through okay, the crack you- in the bedroom door how hot and heavy the two movie stars were going at each other. Then he decided to jump in the bathtub and start to jerk off. He couldn't stand in silence anymore. He had to join. He went to open the door and suck some movie cock, but he forgot that he was a big, scary-looking black man. He fell to his knees trying to suck off his favorite actors, but before he could, Hardy and Gosling beat the fuck out of Fro, leaving him dead on the floor, mere inches away from giving his two favorite actors a blowjob. And that's how Fro died again. From Jose... From Josue Sepultura. I was, um, so I have two, two comments there. Fro, does your wife know about Which part? The, the new ongoing that you can't please your wife sexually because it needs to be too vanilla for you? Does she know about this? Yeah, she, she like opened the door that day. Yeah, she's also uh, a, she lives, a listener. She's a, she lives a life of experiencing. Pro's vanilla. She knows it, yeah. His Millie Vanilli, if you will. Uh, and then I just did a, an image search for Mi- Millie Vanilli to try and figure out which one is which. And uh, <laughs> apparently they had guest stars on the Adventures of Mario... Uh, Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3 cartoon. Huh. Mm-hmm. And Millie Vanilli was one of them? They were in the cartoon. The, in the Mario Brothers cartoon. Incredible. Wow. He's dead now, too. Which one? Ro- uh, Rob Who or Fab? Who knows? I don't know. Millie or Vanilli? Rob is dead. He died in 98. Fab is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be called Fab. What about you? Uh, Rob? Well, okay. to, be fair, he's, to be fair, I think they're French. Yeah, so so Fab is French. He was born in Paris. Uh, Rob, Rob is German. He's from Munich. <laughs> wow, the Fab's, original Fab's odd couple. Fab's full name is Fabrice Morvan. Fabrice, oh, Fabrice. Okay. Fabrice? Uh, anyway, what I a saw- weird thing. Black, French, and German people. <laughs> I mean, it's, what, what a weird thing. I mean, thing. sure, it exists, but it's weird. All right, so this week we're talking about top five band names, and I have to yell at Matt because he's such a fucking idiot, <laughs> and I can't believe that. Remember earlier in this episode when I was like, Oh, the show's been around for seven years. Now, yeah, I know Matt hasn't been on for the seven years, but he fucking has known about the show long before, and he listened to the show long before he was on it. So what happened? And he fucking does this all the time, and I can't believe he doesn't get it yet, right? So our whole show show is predicated on giving our list and talking about our picks, right? So... We, we've gotten into a good habit of, well, for the most of us, when we talk about the episodes we, we want to you know pitch or throw out there for ideas, we never talk about any real potential things that could be on anybody's list. 
we always either give like a fake example if someone needs clarification or we give like the most obvious or bad example for any given topic. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you an example. So a few weeks ago we did this or that. That was Fro's idea, and Fro's example he gave. I don't know, and also Fro, <laughs> I don't know why you you picked this example and used it like five times. But the example he gave was like you know like either turf grass or real grass, and I was like. Yeah, so, but like I understood what he meant anyway. But I think that's such a it was you know it was a bad fuck. It, it would have <laughs> would not have been on anybody's fucking thing. I know, but like why turf? <laughs> it just popped in my head. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so that's like what most of us do. Not Matt, right? If someone's like, "Hey, how about this idea?" His response, he just says one. <laughs> he just says like an actual one, and we. I'm, I'm not going to give it away because I am able to to do this. But You're not even going to say the one that I gave away. No, fuck okay, you, it's you gonna... piece of shit. That's the whole point I'm making. Okay, no, here's, gonna... here's the line. So we, I discussed whatever this week's episode was going to be, and so, uh, did we already say what today's episode is going to be? Yeah, we're talking about band names. Okay, so I mentioned that, and then so Matt rattles off this band name. I didn't. I don't even know what it is. No, no, Matt's first... no, 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 no. You That's first said, happened. "Are we going to do real band names or band names that we made up?" Or fictional and, band names. He also I didn't. Included. I didn't mention fictional. You you said that, uh, but nonetheless, I was like, "Is this pre-existing or uh, ones that we came up with?" So Matt rattled one. Better Matt rattled one off, and it looked fucking wild to me. And I was like, "I don't know what that is." But then Matt, direct quote: "Matt, stop burning good picks, you jerk ass." Dot dot dot. Jesus. And then, <laughs> and then it was. Uh, I'd like to do either this, but Matt already fucking burned one of the best, and then. I'm genuinely mad at you. Uh, I'm too pissed about blank. How do you not get this yet? <laughs> Discuss topics. If you have to give an example, either make one, make up the example, or give a terrible one. I don't know if I've been this mad over something so frivolous. I I was so fucking. I like was rage induced because I <laughs> the thing that he said. I love that so fucking much like i yeah. it is like such a top tier like if just like matt right if someone said hey what's a good uh like fictional band that's my that would that's my fucking potentially my number one and then this freaking pubeless guy over here fucking just pubeless. burns it just fucking burns it at the top okay. let me yeah. let me let me jump in no. Let me say that <laughs> Fuck I, you. I completely agree with you that I oh. fucked up. Oh well, then and, go on. And I and I admit that I was wrong, and I'm very sorry. I made a mistake. <laughs> I was stupid. I was an idiot. Uh, I deserve all of the flack that I'm getting on on the internet, and everything that you said so far is a hundred percent true. Uh, I I just kind of want to go through my thought process, and um, and, and so. The conversation says top five band names, and I said, "Yeah, I think I can do that." And then Fro says, "I don't know if this was supposed to be band names we came up with or pre-existing," and this just came to my mind as like the funniest band name that I could think of. And because I thought, you know, we were doing made-up band names, I was like, "Oh, this is just so funny!" And I, and I had a compulsion to share this, <laughs> and it was wrong. Um, I I. Honestly, wasn't even sure if either of you guys had heard of this fa- fake band name, and, and obviously Fro has not because he's an idiot. Why am I an idiot? Because I've never heard of it. Oh, because it's so fucking good. And 
Um, the last thing I will say is um, last year, the, a local theater did a, a, a series of movies about fake bands. And I didn't find out about this series until after it was over. And I have a, the poster from this series on my refrigerator. It's like a little card, not a poster. And so this year, I right, did that whole series now. at my house. And I watched all these real movies about fake bands over the last six weeks. And so I just watched this movie that it was from just a few weeks ago. So it was really fresh in my mind. And Matt, you're absolutely right. It's the it's all time one of the best fake it's band. It's all time bands. one of the best. And you know what's funny so though? You said that, and there's another band which is going to be on your list, which I would have figured would have been number one. But the thing I've heard you names? say this. I've heard you mention this band name on a reg. Yeah, but the thing is, the one you mentioned, Fro, is is a much more prevalent and obvious. No, no, one. not even that band. Oh, I don't know which one you're talking about then. Don't don't okay. even put it in the chat. I'm not gonna, the, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it because but, I'm not a fucking idiot <laughs> with adult braces. Oh, come on, that's not his fault. And one fucking chest hair, if even that is his fault. I, I, I will yeah. I will always offend Matt's uh, dental issues. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You fucking toothless wonders over here. Fro, your teeth are on the verge of crumbling. <laughs> that's not true. You uh, you need a deep cleaning. Yeah, I need a deep cleaning, big deal, but they're not on the verge of crumbling. Uh, they will be. I got to have my gums removed, essentially. Oh, that's so gross. That's why I haven't done it. You got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. No, I'm I'm good. That's what I'm saying. Your teeth are going to crumble out of your head. Take it from it's me. Fine. It's don't, fine. Be, Dentures look sick, dude. I get brand new teeth, and I'll get them made like your old teeth. I have the molds for those. The old teeth? Yes. Oh, yeah. Then I want that. When that happens... I'm coming for those. They asked me if I wanted to keep them. I was like, I love oh, that. That's yeah. so funny. I, I have the... Uh, oh, no. I, I love the idea that they asked you, do you want them to look like these ones that you currently have? They You're did. Like, Why? They fucking did ask me that. They genuinely said, do you want them to look like your, your teeth now? And I looked at the, my dentist and I said, absolutely not. Why would I be here is what I said. That's, that's, that's like thinking like I'm getting a nose job. I want it to be redone the exact same way. She was Why? like, she was like, well, some people like their teeth and they don't want it. They don't want to look different. They don't want people to know. And I'm like, no, this is like, I mean, as as needed as it was, like it's it's a huge cosmetic thing. I'm like, am I, no one's going in to get a like breast, um, like making lateral moves of breast augmentations. <laughs> Actually, in one, moves? In, in one of the movies. Uh, from this fake band series, there's a scene where a woman goes in to get a breast uh, implants, and the lady at the counter says, "Is this your first time?" And she kind of motions to her breast and be like, "What do you think?" <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's why I, I was I know, mad. I know what movie that one is. That's why I was mad at Better Matt because he's a fucking fart. He's a pure. He's a, he's a, a human fart. I blew it, and uh, you know. Hopefully, uh, I can make up with it with my list this week. Now we we can't you do won't. that. We can't do the fictional band episode for at least another seven years. Seven years. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a while. Yeah, episode. So if this is three. If it took us seven years to get the three twenty episode six forty, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. 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 But mm-hmm. let's get into today's episode of actual band names. Top five. Do you want, actual do you want band better names. Matt to start first because? He's probably going to pick your number one at number five and fuck your day up. He fucking better not. I so you better not. Uh, I, and I was like, you better not. I was, she was like, I was gonna, I'm gonna burn this mother down. 
What is uh, that? That's from Orange County. That's Jack oh, right, Black right, right, when he's right. being yeah, questioned Black. about the fire and he blames it on the the other woman. You better not. And she, the firefighter talking to him. He's like, what happened? He's like, that, that, this woman, she went crazy and she was like, I, I hate this place. I'm, I'm going to burn this this place down. And I was like, you, you better not. Man, I miss Jack Black. Yeah, he's good. Um, this list was hard. There's like an, an infinite amount of bands. You know, it's funny is because I feel like good band names are really hard. But then I made a list of literally 30 bands. And I was like, wow, these are all great band names. Fuck. Uh, and so it was hard to, to, to narrow it down to five. I think, I think we'll have to go, go, go. I think we have to get through a, a, an honorable mention later, like a real yeah. quick rapid fire. Cause there, there's I don't a, have any. So, okay. Fro had the opposite problem. He had f- only five bands that he could think of. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, and I think I only have one that Matt probably has. Um, maybe. I don't think you will. No? No. I, I, if, okay. Maybe one. And if it's the one I, I'll laugh because we both know which one it will be. But I, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Do you want right. to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I haven't gone first in like ten years. Awesome. Um, so Shows my been only going on for seven. Get out of here. Brought to you by Safe Space. Um, <laughs> so my number five is a band. Actually, I'm going to pull it up because, um, so being a fan of like metal i could pick a billion different band names or whatever yeah but there is one that i always thought was like clever and uh i don't know it's it's not any more witty or like offensive than other (laughs) metal bands but i just like this one and my number five is gorgasm gorgasm hey that's a pretty good band name (laughs) yeah it's just like it's it's I don't know. It's a play on words. It's uh, I thought it, when I first heard it, I didn't. So, so my story is, I read it first. And I didn't know what it was. It was one of those things where, like, I read it and I was like, "Gorgasm." Yeah, "Gorgasm." What's "Gorgasm"? <laughs> and then, like, when it hit me, I was like, "Oh, ha ha ha! Funny, funny people." Do you like this band? Uh, I mean, I like them as much as I like any other. No, that's not true. Uh, yeah, they're fine. They're not like a, a like I don't listen to them very often. They like a black metal band. Uh, would you like to hear them? I mean, yeah, you might as well put on a little bit of every band. Would you like to hear? I'll give you a couple. I'll, I'll give you their top five songs on Spotify, and okay. you can tell me which one you want to hear. Okay. Uh, and also, if you don't like offensive words, skip ahead ten seconds. <laughs> uh, so their number one song is a uh, cunt killer. Uh, number two is dead fuck. Number three is Funeral Gangbang. Number four is Starved for perver- uh, Perversion. And number five is Anal Skewer. Also, uh, any of those would be great band names. That's <laughs> true. Um, what was number two? Dead Fuck? Yeah, Dead Fuck. I like that one. All right, so this is Dead f- uh, Let me uh, Let me bring it to you as if I was... Uh, a radio DJ? Uh, Matt Pinfield <laughs> from 120 <laughs> Minutes. All right, we're going to do... Uh, we got a Gorgasm new hit track from Gorgasm. Uh, this one's called Dead Fuck. Check it out. Uh, I do like this band. <laughs> Is he a standard death metal then? Yeah, that's that's a, that's very much the problem with with death metal. You know, it's kind of like podcasts. It's hard to stand out. Certainly yeah, they're is. all kind of the same. 
So I did a did a quick search for Gorgasm. Apparently, a couple of movies named Gorgasm. One from 1990. So do you think it's it's possible that they took the name from the movie, like some other really great metal bands? Uh, I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. But uh, that that one has always stuck out to me. And being a death metal band, I assume it was like, dude, what's a fucking like sick name that's like is like douchey and like sounds gross. And like, who's gonna piss people off? Like, you know, I like horror movies, so like, <laughs> gore is fucking cool. Fuck cool. And then but I ga- love the fucking cum too. So, <laughs> should we call it gore cum? No, gorgasm, dude. That's uh, it, yeah, dude. I don't know if I had to pick between the two, I'd probably go gore cum. Gore cum. <laughs> I like the actually. Uh, I like that actually. Yeah. No, because because. Gorgasm is a good portmanteau of those two words, like orgasm, gore, gorgasm. It, it, the it dudes in gorgasm don't know the word portmanteau. I wish I could call one of them up. <laughs> yeah, you're like you fucking piece of shit. I have a literally, literally. You know what? I'm an idiot. Yep, I'm an idiot. I'm so a... that so that means that Matt would pick gorecum. Uh, no, he would <laughs> pick gorecum because he doesn't know what a portmanteau is. Me dumb. Uh, Gorgasm's my number five. Matt, what's your number five? Okay, my number five, I'm going to get this one out of the way. It's my favorite band, even though lately I think this guy's turned into a complete psychopath. Psychopath? Uh, yeah, he like talks about how he saw someone shapeshift in front of him and that there are lizard people. And <laughs> Oh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of lost his goddamn mind. Can I guess who it? No. You uh, sure so fa- it's my favorite band, so Smashing Pumpkins. Uh- Okay, I was going to say, the Smashing Pumpkins or Nine Inch Nails? That's what I was thinking it would have been. No, he's not crazy. He's Billy Gorgon? Uh, uh, I was going to call him Billy Gorgon. Billy Gorkum? Uh, so, I like this band name on a couple of different levels because it's stupid, but also clever. It's it's like crossed over the stupid clever line. Why is it clever? That, I'll tell you why. Because... The idea, the joke behind the band name is that it's the way that the English people use the word smashing. So as mm. if to say that something oh, is great. fucking pumpkins. So the, the joke, Austin Powers. So the joke it. is it could have been any vegetable. It's just an awesome vegetable. These are awesome pumpkins. And, but also like the double meaning of like the Halloween smashing pumpkins. And, mm. and I was like, man. That is a really fucking clever band name, and it works. There's like a nickname. You call them the Pumpkins or just Pumpkins. Uh, you know, SP works, you know, good initials. Uh, sure. So I just think it's a fucking great band name. And uh, If you explain to me, it's like, yeah, dude, it's like awesome Pumpkins. I'd be like, yeah, that band name sucks. <laughs> dumb. Sure, sure. sure. Cool, cool vegetables, dude. Yeah, it's awesome vegetables. It could have been the Gorkum. Smashing Kumquats. Uh I always I enjoy the Halloween aspect to it. I think that's a cool thing because like the whole Smash Pumpkin things is like a you know you're a rebellious kid just like ah cool destruction's fun whatever <laughs> like gorgeous. I've smashed pumpkins on Halloween just stolen pumpkins off of people's porches. Cool. Yeah, and I think yeah, like dude. the the their heights as a band is when they were really speaking to that audience of like the the you know the early nineties through mid-90s kind of teenage alternative rock. We're back. That's yep. when they were at their best. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just, man, it's a great band name. No, SP. that's actually, that's a pretty good pick. Uh, I want to, I really want to just you want to shit on lay me, but... into you real bad, <laughs> but it's actually good because I, I, 
I'm not going to view it as the the British slang for like cool. Uh, <laughs> I can't because that sucks. Uh, and I can only I can only hear Austin Powers doing it. Um, and it's also like you're not British, uh, Smashing Pumpkin or Billy Corgan. So why are you taking that term? Uh, you know, if Oasis was called Smashing Pumpkins because of that, I'd be like, okay, that's that's cool. That makes more sense, and that's cooler. Did you just burn uh, another good band name. No, nobody's picking here. Oasis, and Matt's not going to listen to Oasis. Yeah, not a oh, great Oasis band. rules I, though. Yeah, Oasis absolutely rules, but uh, not a great band name. It's whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. It's it's just one of those whatever band names. Um, yeah. but I think Smashing Pumpkins is uh really solid. Uh, so fuck. You ever see this? Uh, remember this clip? From The Simpsons. Hey, Cannonball. I like your statement. When life takes a cheap shot at you, you stay on your ground. Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins. Homie Simpson, smiling politely. So <laughs> fucking good. Uh, insight into me. So I watched The Simpsons back then, you know, religiously like we all did. Uh, and when they started releasing the seasons on DVD, I bought just that season so I could have that episode on DVD. You know... Dark. Some, there's something admirable about your uh, thoroughness in your collections. <laughs> hey, but just to let you know, that season is fucking gold. Yeah. Gold. Oh, of course. Paul McCartney's in an episode in that season. It's oh, the vegan incredible. one? The vegetarian? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, uh, okay, Fro. Coming up. Fro, what's number, number five? five? Uh, so my number five, uh, I actually don't even listen to this. Uh, it's actually more of a person rather than a band. Um he chose a moniker, and I uh, I picked up on the the meaning of it uh, way later on uh, from knowing the band name, and it is uh, City in Color. Um, I really like this because he is Dallas Green, yeah. and it I didn't even realize that. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. That is actually a good uh, name. Yeah, for... really clever. Right. And I was like, that's cool. That's very cool. Um, I was uh, I... this... This year's old when I found that out. Really, Matt? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so, like, so fucking clever. And so that, I think that's super clever. And I think that's just a really cool touch um, to kind of use as your solo moniker rather than taking Dallas Green. City and Color just has a just a nice ring to it. The alliteration for it. Um, yeah. It's just, it just works really well. And then um, it, he transitioned into a band too, so it like worked as a band name. Also okay, did as it? A name for him. Yeah, so his new stuff he has like a full band, so uh, it works as a band name and as like a moniker for his solo work. It's really I, I have a hard time with somebody being a solo artist but having a band name as their thing. It's like an iron and wine type of situation. I'm like, come on, like fucking dashboard go with your confessional. Name. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize he was like a solo act or. He he wa- did the same thing. Was a solo acoustic act okay. and then became. I think I, I just can't get behind that. Clearly, that's not on anyone's douchey. list. But Dashboard Confessional, for what they do, for what he did, especially early on, it's a pretty good. Pretty good band name too. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. Oh. Fuck. Oh wow. But yeah, City and Color. Uh, I think is. I think it's just a really cool, clever name. And like I said, it took me so long to be like put those together. Uh, it's like it almost happened the same time I realized what the movie The Santa Claus uh, was named for, and I was like, "No shit, <laughs> that's crazy." So um, you're a big DJ fan, then, huh? Huh? You just like those puns? Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I love turntables. 
Um, I love turntables and a microphone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, City and Color, I think it's a very cool name. Uh, I appreciate it uh, for how he came about it. And uh, like you said, it's a good band name too. So uh, good meaning uh, kind of behind it. So that's really it. It's just interesting to me. All right. Nothing, number four. Another more to talk about. Okay. All right. Back off. For oh, all. my fart stinks real bad right now. Dude. Just to let you know. That's the top five content that people oh, really tune in for. It, it's too hot in this room for this. Hot fart. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four, and this is the one that I think that you might have on your list, Matt. And if it is, then great. If not, then I'd be, I won't say shocked to have any other ones, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Either way, my number four is the Butthole Surfers. Oh. Holy shit. On my honorable mentions, but just didn't make the list. Wow. That is a fucking awesome banding. Yeah. Any, I mean, obviously for the lowbrowness of it, I am a fan of it. I also like this band a lot. Uh, but to achieve the level of, of success that they got have, with that name, with that name, like people had to say it. Like <laughs> people, <laughs> people had to say it on TV. People well, had that to, was Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. Yeah. And it's like executives in the office, like, yeah, we're going to sign this band. Oh, cool. What are they called? Uh, uh, butthole surfers. I'd be like, why? That's, do you guys, are you familiar with the website Letters of Note? No. No. So they like republish like famous letters that were really historically important. And there's one that they did uh, when Miles Davis wanted to call his album Bitches Brew. And the A&R guy wrote a letter to the, uh, or like a telegram to the label and was like, he wants to call the album Bitches Brew, please advise. Like the the jump from that to actually having your fucking band be called Butthole Surfers. <laughs> right. So I know I have a there's another like I don't know if it's like a, a legend or or what, but there's a story that the singer of Butthole Surfers uh was at a was at the same rehab that Kurt Cobain was at the time and the singer of the butthole surfers is, is he's the one who showed Kurt Cobain the fence. He could jump to escape the rehab where he later did. And then went to go uh, kill himself. Really? Whether it's true or not, I have no idea. It's just, I didn't, I didn't know he escaped uh, rehab and then immediately did that. I mean, that's the story. That's yeah, the story. I, I believe that that is true. He left his rehab. And- yeah. And according to the story, the, the singer of the Buttle Surfers was also in there at the same time and sh- showed him how to get out. <laughs> um, so I, don't, I honestly don't know much about the Buttle Surfers. I only know that song, Pepper. Um, really? Have they always sounded that way? They're- or were they a punk band originally? They're a, they're one of those very like uh, interesting bands, a little psychedelic, a little punk, a little grunge. Um, but the um, the reason why I like bands like this is like I like a lot of bands that sound uniquely themselves. That's like a big thing for me. If if I can listen to something and it's like that's them and nobody else sounds like them, I don't know if anyone else sounds like the Butthole Surfers. Um, but they're just weird. So, like, um, let's see here. I'm trying to see how far back. Yeah. 
they put out in they put out an album in 2017 called Locust Abortion Technician. No, I think that's a reissue because that's Oh, yeah, 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 right. Not a reissue. So 1984 <clears throat> first thing, but you never heard anything else um No, I I only know the song Pepper. Really? You've never heard Someone Was in My Room Last Night? I don't think so. I dude. mean, if I heard it, then it's like I don't know it's them, but Dude, that song I, rips. I've never I've never ventured further into the Butthole Surfers uh cata uh cata yeah so this is uh i'll play a little bit uh so this is who was in my room last night this is like one of their other big songs but this song fucking rips dude i'll play it for you i'm flying (laughs) and it's very weird just like the butthole surfers in general Can you imagine this guy was in a rehab? Unbelievable. <laughs> I honestly forgot about this long ass intro. <laughs> it's only 40 seconds of the show so far. And then the fucking kicks in. Oh, you know what? I may have heard the song because I think it was in like a guitar hero. It might have been. I don't know if it's been in a guitar hero. Hell yeah, dude. No, maybe not. Dude, this song rips so hard. It is in Guitar Hero 2. Okay, it was. I used to love playing the song. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I have heard that song. Um, it is kind of Melvin's y, but they definitely have their own thing. Get out of yeah. here. Here's uh Ooh. here's some other names that they used to go by before they uh solidified butthole surfers. <clears throat> so before butthole surfers, which I guess is <laughs> they were playing a show and whoever was announcing them forgot the name of their band and it butthole surfer was originally just a song title. So that's kind of how they stuck with that. Um, but I guess here are the other names that they used to have. Uh, the Dick Clark Five, uh, Nine Centimeter Worm Makes Own Food, uh, the, vodka f- the Vodka Family Winstons, Ashtray Babyheads, Ed Asner is Gay, Fred Astaire's Asshole, The Right to Eat Fred Astaire's Asshole, Zip Gun, The Inalienable Right to Eat Fred Astaire's Asshole. <laughs> they this love is, Fred Astaire. This is a good bit. Um... And I guess in 96, they were asked if they could change their name. And I don't know who Haynes is, if he's the singer. But the song, uh, the name that he came up with was, I'm going to shit in your mother's vagina. Huh. Romantic. They, uh, I wonder if Fred Astaire ever uh, knows about this in his grave. <laughs> when did he die? I don't know. Yesterday? 1987. Oh, right about the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my number four, Butthole Surfers. Good band name, good band. Matt? My number four is Sunny Day Real Estate. Sunny uh, Day Real Estate. That's a band I've never also listened to. Uh, I don't know. I can never tell with you, bro. Uh, what? It is a band that I love. Um, so the singer, or I think or maybe it was the bass player, the bass player said that 
It was a random thought that came into his head from a Talking Head song. Um, it's not exactly in the Talking Head song, but the uh, the idea is that they saw a, a world that everything could be bought and sold, and that you know one day people might start selling sunny days, uh, and then that that gave him the idea of sunny day real estate. Um, I think it's a super unique name. I don't know of any other band that has like a similar name, although there is that band now called Just Real Estate, which fucking drives me crazy. Um, because it's like, oh, is it Sunny Day? And, you know, because I think people just call them Sunny Day or SDRE. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's evocative. It, it like gives you an image in your head um, of a cool idea and it works for the band really, really well. And I think it's a unique name and an awesome band. I got to say, real estate. I'm not familiar. I, I know the band name. I don't think I've ever heard the band. Uh, yeah. So uh, first record came out in 1991. That was probably, or maybe 92. Uh, their, probably their most popular album called Diary. Oh, you know what? I'm reading that it came out in 94. Wow. I am way behind. You're such an idiot. Uh, so yeah, they were on Sub Pop from Seattle in the early mid 90s in 94 um, and kind of considered an early emo band, except like weren't really... You know, they weren't in like the DC scene, uh, separate from Rites of Spring. They were, they did like post hardcore and grunge and alternative rock before Sunny Day Real Estate and then did the album Diary as Sunny Day Real Estate and it kind of had that, kind of found their sound. So I'll play their most popular song, In Circles. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard this band, so I have no idea. I like that tone. bass player is the bass player in the Foo Fighters, actually. Oh. After they broke up, he joined the Foo Fighters. I've never heard the song, and this is definitely not what I thought it was going to be. I hear these vocals real quick. Right now. Uh, I don't know. I would probably... <laughs> The chorus is uh, maybe like the chorus a little better. Let's jump ahead a little. If, if I if someone just played this part, I would think that it was an emo band. This is like early emo. Early, yeah. yeah. This is what like bands like Saves the Day probably would be like. Yeah, I fucking love Sunday Day Real Estate. Oh, for sure. Because I hear this and it's like Get Up Kids to me. That's what I think, too. Oh, shit, here it comes. Ten years ago, if I listened to them, I would have loved them. I Yeah, I do love them. So, Huh. I, I, I always knew the band. I've always heard the name. I've just never dove into it. I would have probably loved this, this band. I think it's too far gone for me now. Uh, but <laughs> you can't listen to music too far gone as if it like sounds different. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like I I typically I don't listen to much of that anymore. So it's, it's like yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get into it. What overall. are you listening to these days? Uh, Post Malone. Of, no, <laughs> uh, no. I listen to a lot of Japanese electronic right now. <laughs> so he's in a different point in his life. <laughs> it's just yeah, not. dude. He's going through that Japanese electronica phase. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, I, I, yeah, I listened to a lot and Chung Ah from the K-pop episode. Okay, 
Uh, I listened to Rico from the uh, Turrets episode of uh, when Fro reviewed the Double XL. Do you remember Rico? I do. I can't remember her full name. Was it just Rico? Dude, it's all it needs to be. Wasn't Rico nasty? Um, was it Rico nasty? I could be I wrong. Don't I don't. Yeah, it is Rico. Yeah, Rico nasty. Rico nasty. Dude, remember how That's hard funny. that song was? Smack a bitch. We gotta fucking play this for a second. Yeah. Yeah, she fucking ripped, dude. Yeah. Uh, was this the yeah? The right there. Listen to this fucking beat. Right there. Right. Don't worry about a bitch who never been in your place. Always moving silence, never question your fate. Always checking on your niggas, gotta make sure they straight. If I'm getting money, yeah, then I'm, you know I'm really Dude, if you're not bobbing your head, you're a fucking you're it's, a, you you're know a what's white funny ass honky. robot. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching the uh, video of us, uh, me and Matt, head bobbing to the beat. Better Matt, still like yeah, a fucking yeah. rock. Yo, you white bitch. <laughs> it's 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 not for me. It's fine. You can't. What are you kidding me? How do you know? Even still, you 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 are a musician, and I feel like just that tone would at least cause you to have some sort of nod to it. Right, you got to feel the music, man. You got to feel it, baby. Uh, all right, okay. Yeah, uh, Rico, uh, that song has forty-two million plays. <laughs> That's crazy, and a million of them for me, motherfucker. Oh, hey! number one fan, <laughs> number one, fan. <laughs> number one Matt Bissany fan for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of all the Matt Bissonnies in the world, I like Rico Nasty the most. I could totally picture you going to one of her shows wearing a Rico Nasty shirt with a sign that says <laughs> Matt Bissonnie, number one fan. Yeah. I wonder. Um, anyway, so my number four. Yeah, go on. Uh, so my number four comes from a comes from Japan. Uh, and this is one of the kind of like grind bands from Japan. And uh, this is Bathtub Shitter. I... <laughs> I almost <laughs> put that as an honorable mention. Nice. I um, I'm not I don't listen with to them. This. You're not. They're just a. They're a grindcore band. You know, if you listen to Discordance Access or whatever, you may like them. I don't care for grindcore overall. Like it's, it's whatever to me for the most part. On Spotify, it, less than a thousand plays on all their songs. Yeah, <laughs> that that makes sense. Um, but. That name just immediately invokes an image in my head. Um, Tub girl, <laughs> and I inst- anytime I hear bathtub shitter, I instantly think of Tub Girl, which I enjoy the fact that that's that happens uh, to me with a band name. Is like boom, I can I can imagine something uh, Visual, when I hear that yeah. name. Um, and I guess so. I read a little bit uh, more about the band name, and they ca- they wanted to come up with a, a band name. And pretty much have an alternative to motherfucker. Uh, so they're like, oh, you bathtub shitter. Uh, and that's where they came up with that term. And then they decided to use it as the band name, um, which I, I appreciate uh, big time. Um, and I never picture and I never picture um, Japanese people to be that vulgar in that manner. Uh, so it's it's funny to me to think that like, yeah, that's that's what they uh, they, they had that conversation. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think the band name is just very, uh, fun. It's apropos, it's blue. Uh, and that's, so that is always a good thing for me to hear because I do like a good, you know, rotisserie abortion, uh, style name. Hey, 
You can't be um, blowing band names up. That's my band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but you know, something like that. I was in the fucking band for a minute. Yeah, you couldn't handle um, the risk. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm not too fast. <laughs> too fast. too fast for me. Too fast. <laughs> um, I can only use one string so much. Um, but yeah, bathtub shitter really does that for me. C- can you play me? The best bathtub shitter song, please. Uh, well, they all have less than a thousand plays, so I'll read you the titles. We have Holy Song for You, Hot Shit Hits, <laughs> All Pants No, Tower, and Brown Bomb in 99. Brown Bomb in 99. That's the one you want to hear? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Bathtub Shitter would have good production? No, but. It sounds like it's being recorded at fucking Anchors Up. Too standard. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. That's not I'm, even I'm, like yeah. good grind. No, it's not. It's not fast. It's not. I mean, I don't know where it goes from there, but. I expect chaos at all times for a grind. Um, but yeah, bathtub shitter, it just invokes an image in my head every time. Uh, so I appreciate the name. Um, and I would be more than happy to be in a band called bathtub shitter. Yeah, I agree. And just for the record, uh, for people who are like, what's grind and what's good grind, I'll play some good grind and you'll, it'll sound just the same or even worse than the last one. But this is good <laughs> grind. This is the locust. Subtle difference. Uh, oh, I fucking love the locusts so yeah, much. Because the locusts are great. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Hey, guys. Yep. Listen to that tech. You love tech. Dude, I do. You love complicated music. Do you listen to free jazz? Pure chaos. What? Do you listen to free jazz? I feel like you should. Like the music free jazz? Yes. No. It's just the grindcore jazz. Yeah, but it's not like aggressive enough for me. <laughs> I understand. It's not? I, 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 I recognize it's like talent level to play it, but I just can't get into it. Have I ever told you uh, the story of my run-in with grind when I was a child? No. And, as a and, child? Yeah. So in 2001, I worked as a cashier at a BJ's Wholesale Club. And uh, you know, I had wonder why you hair. picked that place. Because uh, that's where I got a job, the BJ's Wholesale Club. And um, there was this guy who worked there, this kind of like dirty, a little bit older. And he found out I play guitar. He's like, "Oh, you play guitar? You you want to want to start a grindcore band?" And I had no idea what that was. No, I, I was like, "Yeah, okay." And he's like, "Can you can you play fast?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah, I'm sure that I could." And it's and it. I probably didn't actually hear a grindcore band for, you know, maybe 15 years after that. <laughs> and like looking back, I was like, oh, that's what that guy was talking about. I would have been fucking terrible in that at the time. <laughs> I would have like gone in and been like, yeah, I can play Seek and Destroy by Metallica. That's kind of fast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can, I can maybe do Master of Puppets. Maybe? <laughs> Could you play it now? Yeah, yeah, I can play it now. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Hairspray Suppository is my was the first and my favorite song by uh, the Locust. 
I just want to give a feel for the lyrics. Yeah, there's no vocals yet. There we go. I fucking love this guy. Have you ever seen him? Yeah, it's on with Dillinger. Right there. I, there's, there's no defending that, that music. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. If anybody's like, this is bad, be like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that, but you're, I like it. You're 100% entitled to your opinion. I love The Locust so much. Uh, the loudest show I've ever been to, and I swear to God, they blew my eardrums out uh, the show that I was at because uh, I happened to walk right by the speaker uh, as they started up a song, and it fucked me up real bad. Did um? Did you? When did you see him? I saw them with Pig uh, Destroyer and maybe Cattle Decapitation. Oh, at what the a weird Royale. show! The Royale. I saw him with Dillinger Escape Plan, and um, who never else? got a chance to see Dillinger. I forgot who it was, but it was the upstairs Palladium, and it was fucking chaos, and it was the best. Oh, I can only imagine. Uh, seeing Dillinger live would have been fucking. You never saw awesome. Dillinger, huh? Never oh, seen Dillinger. S- they're so good live. I, is it, uh, did they have the was the Jack D- singer always in the band? No, no, he, no, he was no, the right? original guy because the original, but the original guy used to breathe fire. <laughs> yes, I do <knew> that. <laughs> However, I did when I one of the times I saw Dillinger, the Jack dude was swinging a weighted microphone stand around his head like a piece of rope, and I was mm-hmm. like, "That's going to kill somebody when it breaks." Like, and it would have been awesome to watch. <laughs> it was fucking. It was this. And then he also at the house of um, it was the Avalon at the time. But it, the weirdest show, it was AFI, Dillinger Escape Plan, and Nightmare of You. That was the touring act. What? And, yes, I know. Um, but Dillinger played, and he climbed the scaffolding of the House of Blues and was just hanging onto the rafters like 35 feet in the air, just being a nut. I was like, this you know is what, chaos. Good for them, though, that they found somebody who was also as chaotic as the first singer. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Is like they 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 stopped for a while, right? Dillinger, there was a huge lull in time because they were like looking for a singer, and yeah, they, they had did to that album someone. with Mike Patton. Yeah, in between. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, so yeah, my number four was Bathtub Shitter. Oh yeah, my number three. <laughs> I thought we were doing a show. I thought we were just talking about Dillinger and Grind. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do an episode of that top five Grind bands. We should. We should. We should. Uh, my number. F- all right, my number three. Um, getting into some popular ones now, and it's just because they are what they are. My number three is Slayer. Slayer, dude. It's just that's it's, metal one hundred and one, baby. It's, exactly. It's like it's it's metal one hundred and one. Like if if Slayer didn't exist, then if any you movie would, Matt Bisney wouldn't exist. I wouldn't exist. I'd be dead. Um, any movie or any uh like cartoon, if they wanted to like like be like, oh, we need like a generic like metal band name, it would be Slayer. That's what it would be. Yeah. It would just be, it'd be like, oh, call it Slayer. And it'd be, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it is. It really is like, and I, I totally picture Carrie King being the one who's like, we're called fucking Slayer. End of discussion. That's it. I'm getting a Raiders logo on everything. <laughs> First off, what a good gimmick. <laughs> yeah. What a good gimmick. Um, but like Carrie King's a fucking old dickhead. And he's been an old dickhead since he was young. Uh, so he definitely was like, yeah, we're called Slayer. End of story. Doesn't matter. Don't don't even ask me about it. <laughs> don't it's even like, fucking mention a band name to me again. I, uh, uh, I was looking at Wikipedia to see if they had the story of where they came up with the name. And it's his rumors that the band was originally known as Dragon Slayer Dragon after Slayer. the 1981 movie of the same name were denied by King. As he later said, we never were. 
it's a myth to this day. <laughs> Don't uh, fucking ask me about it. Exactly. <laughs> I like how our our, uh, our Kerry King impressions are slowly turning into uh, uh, what the who's that governor of Minnesota? Uh, Jerry uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't even ask me about it. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. This is Carrie King from Slayer. And then with the you compound go into weird conspiracy theories. You have the shapeshifters in the compound. Is he into <laughs> conspiracy theories too? Holy oh my shit, god, dude. yeah. He's oh, like I, I was that. an Navy SEAL and I saw a lot of stuff on the compound. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Navy SEAL. I like that. Yeah, Jesse Ventura is like a very well known, <clears throat> like he had a TV conspiracy show. theorist, and I don't know how much it affected his political run, at, like during, um, if it was really a platform for him. But he definitely started to devolve into like a whack job. Like if you look at him now, he looks disheveled as fuck. Does he? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. You should see the. Well, he doesn't have like a big beard and all that, but his hair's grown out again. It's gray. He just dresses like shit. Like, he was bald, mustache, looked presentable. Uh, now he just looks like an actual. Like, oh yeah, that dude wears uh, khaki cargo shorts all the time, and uh, he wears a, a fanny pack still. And then he talks about how uh, the pyramids are actually uh, the, pyramids. the pyramids are really. <laughs> they were con- they were a conspiracy by the elite. To build Egyptian compounds. Him and uh, wow. Jim Norton got on it uh, recently. Well, I don't know how recently. Him and uh, Jim Norton got into it. Comedian Jim Norton? Years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. I... They got into a big thing and fucking Jim Norton fucking laced into him. And he's uh, like, listen here, buddy. Listen here, pal. You don't ask me questions. I was an Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah. Um. What did you pick? Slayer. Uh, Jesse Ventura. Slayer. That's right. Jesse, Jesse Ventura was the number body. Three. The body. That's the right. Body. I was the body. Uh, yeah, but no, Slayer is a great pick. It is. It really is like Metal 101. You you got to thank Slayer for giving you that name. That's like yeah, it's just cool sounding. What's um? What's your favorite Slayer song? Um. That's actually a good question. I don't know if I know the actual name for it. One second. You don't know the uh, actual name for it? Oh, I think I know, but I don't think it actually goes by that. So it's off of God Hates Us All. Um, wow, a recent pick. Yeah, I that, love that. Not recent whatever. anymore. <laughs> yes, it is. 2001 is <laughs> recent to me. Honestly, though, like I I remember feeling the same way about God Hates Us All. And then I'm, I was just thinking that. And then I was like, wait, no, that album was like 20 years ago. <laughs> There's nothing recent about it. Yeah, uh, New Faith is one of my favorite songs. New Faith. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, old shit's great. War Ensemble's fucking awesome as hell. That's actually War my, Ensemble that's actually my favorite song. Awesome. That one or uh, Chemical Warfare. I don't know. Chemical uh, Warfare. Off that's like off their but... first album. I'm just like a real big Slayer fan. I'm just probably bigger than you. Oh, look at you, dude. <laughs> so I want to point out. I, mean, I, like chemical, I like Chemical Warfare off their first album. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if you like uh, the first album name, three songs on it. Uh, Chemical Warfare, and then the other two. <laughs> what do you want to um, say? Play what? P- play a little War Ensemble. Dude, War Ensemble fucking rips. Here we go. Did you just me? Yeah, Season of the Abyss. Ugh. 
fucking sound. Hell yeah. Dude, this is just straight up metal. When you like, when people uh, are like, what does metal sound it. like? This is it. Yes. That's why this name is perfect. I love this riff here. Have you heard the um, the ska cover of it? Who the <laughs> fuck did it? Um, what? Yeah, dude, it rules. Um, fuck, who did it? Bigwig. Uh, ha ha ha. Bigwig. Yeah. I don't know. Bigwig, one word. I can't find it. I'll find it later. Uh, Matt, what's your number three? So my number three, the reason why I didn't talk a lot for your number three is my number three is very similar. Uh, and it would be Pantera. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I love a good one-word band name where you can just own a word. It's really simple. It looks good. There's no confusion. Uh, you know, it's... You know, the Spanish word for panther and these guys, you know, living in Texas, they probably heard that a lot. It worked for them when they were like uh, a hair band. Yeah. Have you ever listened to hair fucking Pantera? What song? I actually haven't. Uh, Pussy tight. Yeah. uh, Hair metal Pantera sucks ass. Uh, (laughs) That shit is bad. With with Terry Glaze as their singer. And Diamond, uh, Dimebag Daryl, a Diamond Daryl rather. He was still... He was still diamond on the first record. Oh, well, was he? On Cowboys from Hell, but at least Rex Rocker. <laughs> By the time Cowboys from Hell came around, he's like, okay, I'm not going to be Rex Rocker anymore. I'm just gonna... It's just funny when you look at hair metal Pantera too. It's like, Jesus. I can't even picture that because Phil Anselmo is one of the most horrifying looking men ever. Like, he scares me. Because uh, I but saw him at OzFest ages ago. I think Down was playing. And he was just fucking like sitting in the golf cart, waiting to be carted around, and you just like looking into the crowd, like holy shit, dude! I think you might fuck me up for no reason. <laughs> um, I'll play you a little. This is a uh, "Ride My Rocket" by Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> First song off of Metal Magic, June nineteen eighty three, with a live intro. They were Dimebag was sixteen, sixteen when this album came out. That's crazy. Come on, just play the song. We're taking over this town. Hell yeah. This sounds like Kiss to me. I don't... I'm sure that was a big influence. Yeah. I'm not a hair metal guy. I like hair metal. But not this one. I love Motley Crue, but I don't. Hold on, I just want to play one thing. Listen to this, right? <laughs> and then. So, is, is, sorry, is Phil the singer at this point? Yeah. No. No. Okay. no. This is Terry Glaze. Oh. Well, F- Phil was in the hair metal portion of. Pantera. Yeah, for their last yeah. hair metal album, Power Metal okay. in '88. So that was that was. Ride My Rocket, and then they eventually became uh, this band. Oh, dude, can't get a rule. What a fucking jump. <laughs> how, do you, I, how do you even do that? Like, how do you go from those? I mean, when, when Phil joined, it gave them the ability to do that, right? They didn't have that. And uh, 
I think they kind of figured themselves out on Cowboys from Hell and then just just pushed down that path. Like Phil came in and was like, no more of that pussy shit. Well, I mean, some of his uh, high notes on Cemetery Gates are pretty hair metal. Yeah, but it's cool when he does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the art of shred. I, um, Pantera rules. Pantera does rule. I have a... Um, I'm I've, so bummed I've, I never got to see them. I set a they goal. Incredible life. For myself, um, when my daughter is born, which will be in a week from now. You're uh, going to change. You're going to quickly write down Pantera as her actual birth name. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sneak it on there. <laughs> like, who's my daughter? Bistany. Pantera Bistany. Um Sounds good, no. actually. It's, it's like that meme. <laughs> hey, Dad, why is, why is my sister named Rose? Oh, because your mom's called Rose. Uh, and then, oh, okay, thanks. No problem, Led Zeppelin's three. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, right. So one thing I want to do is uh, when I learned how to play guitar, I learned, um, I just sat down and I just learned Metallica songs, like front to back, and that's how I learned. And I never did that. So that's why if I could pick up a guitar, I can play a fuck ton of Metallica songs and riffs. But I never did that with Pantera, and I'd like to. So I'm making a, my own little personal goal to, uh, once my daughter's born, I'm going to be home, is uh, sit down and just start playing Pantera songs. I'll learn it to her while she's trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> One of the, the things about Pantera songs is like um, some of the riffs aren't hard, right? Uh, that, you know, like Walk is a great example of a riff that's really easy to play, but hard to play well. Because he has just like this feel and style that, I, that you know, people can't emulate. Um, I've never heard someone play Walk quite the way that time did and uh what's there's another one that really comes to mind and, and i can think of the riff but i can't think of the fucking name of the song uh, uh i'm broken oh okay oh i love on unbro- i'm broken that like, no. the, it, it's a hammer on, on but it doesn't sound like a hammer on it's there's just this like like slide to it that it's so smooth uh, that, I, that I just have never heard anyone play it quite as as with that feel that he does. Everybody that's listening right now, if you don't add Pantera to your everyday uh, playlist, you're a fool. I'm fool. talking to you, Josue, you asshole. I, this is uh, I'm Broken. Oh. Not hard, but... Uh. What's he doing there? Is he like so it's pulling two, the strings? It's two hammer-ons and a pull-off to the open string. Right. Hmm. And so, like, not hard, but just that sound that he gets is so smooth uh, that every time I've heard someone, like, like a band cover it, it's like, wow, that sounds like shit. You fucking suck. You should quit Pantera. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking suck. I have always been on record as saying Strength Beyond Strength is the most aggressive song ever written. <laughs> Which one? Strength Beyond Strength? The opening to Far Beyond Driven, this one. <laughs> And also, Vinnie Paul, what a fucking drummer. You know, yeah. and the funny thing is, Pantera, amazing band name. The next few band names that uh, Vinnie <laughs> yeah. Paul had, <laughs> not great. some of the oh, you know, like damage, damage Plan? Damage Plan is a fucking hell horrible yeah? band name. And Hell Yeah is quite possibly the worst band name I've ever heard. <laughs> it's worse than Super corn. Joint Ritual. Uh, that's fine. It's just dumb. Like Down, Down's an awesome band name. But... Hell yeah, that band name sucks. 
<laughs> I'm so bummed that I've only ever seen Damage Plan. Yeah, you're an idiot. Have you seen Pandera? Yeah. I'm so jealous. I am very jealous. I saw him twice. I saw him once at OzFest, and I saw him once at the Worcester Centrum. Yeah, I saw him at OzFest. Damn, that's, I'm so bummed. Saw him on the, I, uh, I got into them during Reinventing the Steel and then went backwards. Yeah, I, I saw them yeah. on re- the Reinventing the Steel album. Tour. I got their I, I got their album from one of the like the uh like buy ten records for like a penny. Oh yeah. That's how I got <laughs> yeah. into the misfits. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got Reinventing the Steel. I remember I got I got Reinventing the Steel, Sublime, uh maybe an Everlast <laughs> fucking C D. Hold uh, on a second. What? Yeah. yeah, dude. Reinventing the Steel, uh Sublime. Smoke weed every day. Hell yeah, brother. Everlast. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is not getting better for you. Matt, you should learn how to play Revolution Is My Name is a really fun Pantera song to play off of Reinventing the Steel because of it, just like it's riff after riff after riff of just like play it. fucking awesome metal the, riffs. The first, it's like a really long intro. It's like a, two, like a minute and 20 second intro of just him fucking around. But There is a specific riff that I'm looking to play first. Um, that riff is stop doing that. Is the guitar riff from Primal Concrete Sledge? I don't know what that one is. This riff is so two things about this song. I know I'm going on a tangent, but I don't care. It's it's our show. We do whatever the fuck we want. Um, so the thing about this about this riff in this song that one. But I love the the drums and the guitar. They're in two different time signatures that meet up, and I love shit like that. Um, so if it's like, it sounds, if it sounds like it's off kilter, it's because it is, but it's because mathematically the, the two, the two sync up when they need to. And I think that's so fucking incredible. So yeah, this is just like the main riff right there. Oh yeah. This song. Yeah. So sick, but the riff that I fucking want to get to. Right about. Place right here. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Next time. Next time. <laughs> right here. This fucking riff is the one I'm going to learn first. Right here. Oh my god, dude. So fucking. Pantera just makes me want to fight somebody every single time I hear it. And then fucking right here. Vinnie Paul's double kick pattern right here. Fucking rules. Right here. And you're like, oh, this is fucking... How could this get any better? I'm just saying, buddy, how about a fucking descaling fucking shred rip right here? And then fucking nothing, short sweet, right back into the fucking main riff right there. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable songwriting. That's it. That's all Matt, it is. You start a podcast where you're just breaking down every single Pantera song. I fucking will. I'll go through every fucking song. Every episode will be like 10 minutes long where I just do one song. Yeah, we like, could like take apart each riff and uh, that's a fucking good idea. <laughs> I'd listen to it just so I can listen to Pantera. As yeah. long as possible. Yeah, until they shut me down. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Pantera fucking rules. Anyway, that's a good. I'm band so, name. I'm so bummed that I never I didn't get into them at the right time. 
Uh, you know what also kind of sucks and it bums me out and like I'd, I'd probably go see it anyway but have you seen like the shows Phil has, like the Pantera shows uh, Phil has sung for with other bands playing the music? No. I didn't even know there was a thing. They happen very sporadically and it's like other metal bands like other established metal bands like playing Pantera songs and they get like right. Phil to to do it but it's just like I like I said I'd go see it but Phil is He's an older guy now, very out of weight. I'm surprised he he my, he might have died five years ago, and this is just his body just like slowly <laughs> decomposing out the air. Um, and but the thing is, is it's not Pantera. And to Matt's point, it doesn't have that, that same that same feel or sound. And it's like ah, yeah. That's why it you would probably be bummed if he actually went. Yeah, but I I mean I love Phil, so I'd go see Phil. Well, that's like when I saw the the Misfits, and it was when Jerry only was singing and it was fucking terrible. I was yeah. so disappointed by it. Um, anyway, so who was it? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my number three, um, this is actually a uh, rap group. Uh, and this is another one of those names. It was uh, an important name at the time. Uh, I, and I think we have our first duplicate. Oh, may- oh yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, it was very important at the time and it it's something else that invokes a fucking message immediately and it invokes a feeling and that is NWA. That's my number two. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I thought you were going to uh, say two live crew. <laughs> what feeling does that have? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of I don't even know what it ridiculous. means. <laughs> but NWA <clears throat> and it have been public enemy. Public I mean, yeah. I love that's another thing, but it public enemy doesn't pack the punch like NWA does because for what was going on at the time it just really put out a message like what happened then and what's happening now is like kind of lining up with like the history repeating itself and right now this is when like an NWA would form again um and it just really just puts a message out there that people are angry and it scares other people big time, uh, which is good. This is like the slayer of rap to me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, this is what it means. Like, end of story. I don't have to explain this name at all. I think Run DMC is the slayer of rap. No, no, not in the least bit. <laughs> I was just thinking of the uh, the connection, the, with the most Rick. vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, thinking of the connection with with Rick Rubin. I love uh, Run DMC. Don't get me wrong, but um, so here's a th- here's something to to what you said for about it, uh, like something forming out of what's happening now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it can. I don't know if like the oh, I you're not going to have anything that's going to do it again. No, but here's the thing. Like, I I think I think. I'll put it this way. I think the NWAs of the world exist now. I just don't think that they'll hit the mainstream like NWA did because I I don't think the the infrastructure of the music industry is a oh, no, is big time. set up to to do the same thing, which is unfortunate. No, uh, I mean big time. It's just the way the world is nowadays. Everything is too saturated now. It's yeah, everything's too, that, does it make sense? Too accessible, right? And so like this was like, what is this? What is holy shit? And and right now in 2020 anybody has the ability to have a voice right this was like they had to push this out there and these dudes succeeded in doing it so that's why it had a bigger impact 
because it you know right now it's like Joe Schmo can fucking put out a fucking SoundCloud and it's like whatever. Ugh. You know you know what I mean? It's just like it doesn't matter. But this did. And their song titles obviously had other fucking things that added to that that gave them that rap slayer fucking aura. It's you know it's, when you think about how raw and like real uh, this band was uh you know that this straight out of Compton is in the Library of Congress in the National Recording Registry. <laughs> it's it's in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, Rolling Stones, one of their 500 greatest albums of all time. So here's another thing too about it, right? Like, you you can't have someone. It it can't just be one thing, right? It has to be the total package to be as successful as it was. And NWA had that. And what I mean by that is like the production was good. The music mm. itself was good. Dude, and that fucking album, those beats are so fucking goddamn good. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are like, I don't know, maybe are more intelligent or a more articulate way of putting it, but they they didn't have the total package like NWA did. Um, mm. And yeah. they, they never achieved close to what they did. And how many bands have like that many... like? strong voices that then came out and, and can do their own platinum selling things, right? Right. Like Easy E, Ice Cube, Dre, like all of them individually are are these incredible artists then and then for them to be together, uh, you know, only like the Beatles can say something like that. Easy E's a little silly, uh, when you actually listen to his so uh, but man. hey, I love Easy E, so back off my boy, okay. Love, no, I mean d- don't get me wrong, but I'll tell you right now Ice Cube is hands down the far more superior out of all of them as far as the music that he put out. Ice Cube, uh, Easy E, bad rapper. No like, way. He is a bad rapper. Uh, uh, I, I it, disagree. It, it works for the time, but overall, like when you listen to him versus Ice Cube, holy shit, does Ice Cube hit? Ice Cube hits you so hard. Listen to Ice Cube solo shit versus Easy E's, and you're like, fuck, damn. And uh, Ice Cube's music too. America's Most Wanted is a banger, front to back. Kill it, will. Ooh, I, I, I wish I could experience a new NWA Ice Cube thing where it didn't. It just it it felt real. Can I say something <sighs> weird about NWA when I think about them? What? Um, they make me feel like <laughs> some some things do this for me, and and NWA is one of them. But there's something about the NWA aesthetic or what I remember about them, but it makes me think of summer heat. It makes me feel like summer heat. It's California. That's why. Those hot I know, LA. but every time I see them, yeah, exactly. Like every time like their, their their imagery is always like hot Californian heat. So every time like, I think about them, I'm like, yes, summer heat. <laughs> and it's that fucking, that uh, Jerry Curl of Easy E that just makes you think of like melting hair. <laughs> Quit knocking my boy. Yo, fuck Easy E. He can't do anything to me now. Dude, are you kidding me? <sighs> come at you from beyond the grave. Uh, <laughs> no, I want Arabian Prince to come at me from the, beyond the grave. The strength of street knowledge. Strength. Oh, also, bring these beats back, dude. I, I would love kill. these sounds. I would kill for hip hop to sound like Straight this again. You know the other sick thing about NWA? They also did that Raiders gear. NWA, yeah. Slayer, one and the same. Oh my god, you're right. 
You're right. They're the same right? band. That's that's why both of them are the hardest in what they do. Yeah, but the even Dude, like, Raiders Nation, baby. I mean, you know, who, it, there's, there's one person missing from NWA. You know who that is? It's Rico Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Rico Nasty would have fit in so much. Oh, hell yeah. Start a new NWA with her. Uh, BWA. <sighs> BWA. Bitches with attitude. <laughs> but, That'd be uh, interesting. Yeah, some of my numbers. Uh, same, every, That's I mean, number two. Echoing the same thing as, as Froze. The name was like. No, nah, you know, classic turts, no pussyfooting around. It's like, hey, oh my god, no. This is uh, this is what we want to be called, and that's what it was. Um, there's a good spoof of it from that movie, uh, Fear of a Black movie. Hat, uh, called NWH. Same first word, except instead of with attitude, it's with hats. <laughs> I still need to see this movie. You, ha- I, I bought it. Or wait, did I buy it? No, Didn't you I talked buy about buying it, and you never did. But and we've always talked about watching it, but we never have. Are we sure? I think I'll buy another one. Whatever. Um, I t- I, I've told the story before, and I'll say it again. So on the on the comedic movie um, called Fear of a Black Hat with NWH, it's a mockumentary, and they get asked about their name. And it's two things about it. The explanation is fucking hilarious. And the second thing is the subtlety of this bit. So the whole thing is that they wear hats, right? That's their whole gimmick. So their explanation of why the name is... Uh, uh, he says, you know, when we were, you know, when we were slaves and we were working out in the fields, you know, we didn't have any hats. So the sun was always beating down on our heads. So we were too tired to revolt against our masters. So what we're saying is that, yo, we got some hats now, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's the explanation for the name. And then while this is happening, they're panning back and forth between the person asking the questions in the group. And every time they pan back and forth, they're in the same position, but their hats are different every time. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> the whole that movie is, I would I would argue it, it is the most underrated fucking comedy in history, is what I'll say. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so that's the thing is like, <clears throat> I need to see this movie because uh, I grew up on a lot of these you know black comedies, and I've never heard of it until you mentioned it. <laughs> and I only saw it because I was on like late uh, TMC, uh, the movie channel back in the day. Right. But I never hear this movie talked about. No one talks I hear about, about it. I, I hear about CB4, which was the Chris Rock NWA kind of like parody movie. Uh, I mean, don't hurt. Uh, uh, don't, I mean, don't be a menace, obviously, but that's a little bit later. Um, I'm going to get you sucker. But like, I never hear anybody, anybody talk about fear of a black hat. Except for you, and you're the only person I downloaded. Ever it. That's heard what it was. It. I have it downloaded. I do have it. Gotcha. You're the only person I've ever heard mention this movie in my life, <laughs> and it has a 7.2 and an 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's good. That's really good. So it's it's like the the NWA Spinal Tap. Basically, it's exactly yeah. what it is. It's exactly That's, what that is. And Pootie Tang's in it. Is he? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Huh. <laughs> huh. Ha ha ha. It's it's they're so fucking good. It's MC so good. I gotta watch it. Anyways, Parsley Sage Rosemary and Thyme. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of salt and pepper. They're like, yeah, they're only two spices, but we four. <laughs> ice tray, ice box, ice coffee, iceberg. <laughs> yeah. There's there's so many good bits in there. There's so many good That's bits. The whole thing is is great. Yeah, I should watch it. Uh, who is it, Matt? I think it's my number Matt. two now. Yeah, because yeah, that was my number two already went. 
Uh, so I'm going to go possibly as far from NWA as possible with my number two. <laughs> Let's see if uh, I can think of it. Four non-blondes? <laughs> Four non-blondes! <laughs> Musical guest! My, I he swear to God. Haunted. This is a well, true story. Yeah, the true. other day, my girlfriend... R.I.P. Don Pardo. <laughs> The other day, my girlfriend wanted to say Four Non Blondes, but she couldn't remember the name of the band. So she was like, Three Blonde People? And I was like, I love Three Are you talking people. about the Four Non Blondes? She's like, Are You yeah, dating Sophia Vergara? <laughs> kind of. What right? do you mean, Three Blonde People? <laughs> Why is your impression of Sophia Vergara an Indian man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, settle down. That's not a uh, Okay. Any other guesses as to what could couldn't be further apart from NWA? I just thought of a bad blondes. joke. What is it? I don't want to say it. I'm yeah, gonna don't I'll, say I'll, it. I'll text it. I'll put it in the chat. Um hmm. The opposite of NWA. I mean Four Nine like, Blonde seems like it. Like the name and the musicality and uh so Queen. Hanson. Oh Queen. I feel like it couldn't I mean, I suppose you could make an argument something's more different, but you guys were talking about that, and I'm like getting ready to talk about Queen. I was like, wow, this conversation is going to go in a completely different direction. They almost made my list. <clears throat> so I think, again, with the like singular word that you just own, uh, is really hard to do, right? Like to get a word that's just now your fucking word. Queen describes not only the sound of the band, but like the look and Freddie Mercury's, like, I, I, it's weird to say lifestyle, but like, yeah, right. He well, because he was he was larger than life than everybody else, right? The and larger gave than them life. that kind of like flair that made him stand out more. But also, like in the the homosexual context of it, like works so well, and where he and he just owned it. And the was that oil. it? Was that a derogatory derogatory term then? What queen? Queen? Oh yeah. I, well, I just have no idea. I wasn't sure if it spun off from there. No, no, because it's it, he like wanted to own that word. Right? Oh, okay. I have no idea. Um, I saw the movie, but I don't remember. I don't remember the the discussion of the band name Queen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just it's it works with the the album artwork and the sound of the band, and uh, it's just fucking great. And you know, it's one of. You know, you look at your record collection, it's probably one of two bands in the Q section. Yeah, them and Q-Tip. Q-Tip. Uh, I've got Queensryche. Queensryche but... Whoa, Matt's Queensryche sharing sucks. Uh, Fro, have you seen this? The Freddie Mercury uh, puppet? No. Uh, Freddie you, Mercury dances as a puppet street performance. You, oh. Fro, you're going to fucking... You're going to love this so much. Hmm. So I'm showing Fro the Freddie Mercury street puppet. Full screen. <laughs> Wait till it does like the close up of it. <laughs> oh my god, I would fucking lose it. <laughs> so. You got to look up the Freddie Mercury puppet. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this it up for sure. Really, really good. Yeah, it is really, really good. Oh, I didn't even notice they had the signature mic stand. Yeah, it's got everything. 
But uh, go I just thought it was the puppet string, but that's that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I send that to my girlfriend. She likes Queen a lot. Queen, Queen, great band name, cool band, so unique. There's not, no one else like them. You saw the movie, right? Name. I did see the movie. Yeah. What do you think of the movie? The first time I saw it, so I've seen it twice. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that was great. And the second time I saw it, I was like, wow, that is so sanitized mm. and by the numbers and kind of generically boring. Like, you know the real story was way more insane and fucking cool. And some of the things were like when you, then like I was like, oh, let me read more about the history of the band. You're like, oh, that shit doesn't line up at all. He'd already done a couple of solo records before they went and did the live aid performance. And uh, it's, yeah, I, it, I liked it less the more I thought about it and watching it a second time. Now, Fro, question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you see Straight Outta Compton? Yes. What'd you think of that? I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was very uh, entertaining, for sure. Uh, did it deserve Oscars? That I don't know. I can't say for that. If you're if you're fishing for that, that stuff, because that was a big uh, topic at the time. Um, I don't think anybody specifically stood out as an actor that needed to be put on the stage uh, for that. Um, but it was... I thought the movie... Uh, did a really good job at representing everything. I thought the actors were fine in it, but nobody was like, God damn. I don't even think fucking Rami Malek was unreal enough to get a fucking goddamn best actor. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe nominated, but he definitely don't think he fucking should have won that. Did he win the Oscar? Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, Straight Outta Compton I think is very entertaining. Um, but I'll take Rocket Man over all of them. I haven't seen Rocket Man. I fucking thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Really? I that one's more of a that one's more of a musical, if anything. We were talking about him in the last episode, Taron Egerton. I don't love yeah, that dude. Um, but everything I've heard is that like of the music biopics, like it's the only unique one. Well, it's a it's kinda. a it's a musical more so because he sings everything in it. Sure. Uh, he himself sings it, um, and they just kind of like burst into a song thing, and they kind of make a lot of. Uh, visual uh, enhancements and aesthetics that make it stand out more. Um, but Rocketman's worth it. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, Queen's good. <clears throat> Queen's a good one. Mm. Uh, so that for- was your... So NWO is your two. Yeah, what's uh, your two? It's your two now. For- so, yeah, I'll do my two. So I actually have no idea what this fucking band sounds like. Oh, uh, get ready. Um, I have no idea what, what they play. Um, I've heard the name several times and I fucking love the goddamn name. Um, and that is the band Iron Sheik, um, spelled C-H-I-C, uh, rather than the wrestler Sheik. Um, and I just think it's such a good play on that name because of my wrestling, uh, enjoyment background. I think it's very cool. I've seen shirts for this band and I've always just like got a, like, dad chuckle out of it i'm like <laughs> that's good iron chic i like that you love those puns yeah you want to hear it yeah I, i'm actually i am intrigued but i'm a little scared because i'm like oh this band fucking sucks the song's Probably. called cutesy monsters it's their most popular one positive cutesy reviews monsters. and pitchfork so there you go that means nothing to me <laughs> okay 
Nope, definitely not what I was expecting. I like these drum tones. Why do bands even have the longest intros on all those guys? I have no idea. I hear these I vocals, vocals, baby. Why would you? Why would you start singing there? I like this so far, though. You know, just maybe they don't. We don't know. They could be an instrumental band, probably. They could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Imagine right that rating. That's one of these instruments. Okay. Uh, what other kind of vocal style would you expect there? That's like the only thing. Somebody to sound like uh, Chris Barnes, yeah. Oh, Chris Barnes. Ah. America, America, the, the brutal. Um, maybe I'll, I'll listen to Iron Cheek. I don't usually care for any of those bands. Those fucking. I liked it. It's like a off of their head style band. It'd have yeah. to. They'd have to be something really catchy in that chorus for me to. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't. I never get into any of these style bands. It's just whatever to me. Um, I think I don't like them, and then I find myself liking them. Like off with I their think heads. You do because um, what? Uh, Polar Bear Club. No, are they kind of like this. No, just, they just have that gr- gravelly singing. Yeah, it. I'm trying to. Uh, there's a fucking band that like everybody fucking gets on. Like, I don't know if it's it, like oh, a gaslight an- gaslight anthem style. The Messengers. Maybe I don't I, fucking know. I'm not I, a huge I can't get into Messengers any of them. fan. I, I always say the them. name wrong too, so I'm probably saying it wrong right there. Isn't the Menzingers? I don't care. I don't fucking care. But uh, I mean, Iron Sheik. Um, I just think the name, like, it's just such a fun name to me. Um, and I wish there was more wrestling themed pun named bands. Like, give me a, a a female rapper named Thick Flare, and I'm I'm for that. <laughs> okay. You know, if if Lizzo was Thick Flare, fuck, dude. Would I own every single piece of Lizzo Thick Flare merch? Uh, what was the uh, like that? The name of the wrestling uh, theme band you wanted to start? The wrestling themed band? Yeah. I had a wrestling themed band. I don't remember. You had an idea that you wanted to call it Exposed Turnbuckle. Was that, Is that you? me? I thought I it, was it was you. Me. I think it's you. Was it? It's not Joey Numbers. No, because I, I only don't... became friends with Joey Numbers recently. <laughs> I don't. Maybe I don't remember that one. I have a very specific other band in mind. Fine, that, it's my idea. I'll take it. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Exposed turnbuckle. That's a good. That's a good one. Thanks. Um, but yeah, Iron Cheek. I just think it's a, a very good uh, play on words. Is this a portmanteau? No. No. Okay. I don't. I don't think I know what a portmanteau. Port, is. Portmanteau is <laughs> when you take two words and make them two into words one word. Together. I got gotcha. you. This is like, just a pun. Okay. Sweet. If you like the show, support you. Go go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork and you can support the show there. You can support other shows like Over Under Fair and Anachronismo, also Encyclicomica, and the, the uh, triumphant return of This Rules of Sucks as soon as we get around to recording it. Um, you do all that at patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. Also go to Twitter and Instagram. Follow us there at top 5 of death And if you have a death on how you died, send that death to top 5 death at gmail.com. Always the number five... Now for number ones. Number one. Um, so my number one band name. Uh, I love this band name. I love this band. I'm a big fan. This is a, a band that definitely 
Um, I enjoy, but the fan base is a bit cringy. Mm. And but just hit us with a guy. What? Just hit us with a guy. I'm searching for the music. The band is cringy, or the name is cringy. No, the fans, the, the, the fans are the fans. One are cringy. A, there's a band that's coming to mind right now that has the cringiest fans. Ooh, but I don't think this is. I don't think. Ooh, my th- can I guess? Guesses. Yeah, take a guess. Yeah, can we guess? <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but it's not insane clown posse. Is it? No, but I almost put them on my list. <laughs> is it? It's not Tool, is it? No, I would never pick Tool for anything. Tool has the cringiest fans. That is true. No, my number one is Cradle of Filth. Ooh, that's a great yeah. band name. That's a for for this genre and what they do. That's a that's a fucking killer band name. I love Cradle of Filth a lot. <clears throat> Cradle of Filth, I guess, was kind of an honorable mention because I did think that I was like, well, maybe I'll put this on there. But I, don't um, think I could talk about it. That's a that is a this is your black metal one one kind of. <laughs> yeah. When you want of. when you don't want to go with a unpronounceable name. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go for the Nagelfar. Nagelfar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, hey, do you know what Nagelfar is? No. It actually showed up in a Thor comic. Um, I knew it had like a. It's like got a Nordic, Nordic thing. Or, origins, but what the Nagelfar is, is it's a ship that carries the army of the undead that's made out of like, it's literally made out of like fingernails. Dude, that's, that's sick. so metal. Yeah. So I've never, Cradlefield's not a band that I ever got into, but um, I like the consistency in album artwork and how like it has the logo mm. at the top and like a, some disgusting image and then the title at the bottom and, and like, they're so consistent that you know you think they'd look really good together on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, like, the, really... the they have the same symmetry on every album. Yeah, it's so good, and they have so many albums. They have so yeah, many I, haven't, albums. I haven't kept up with them. I'm curious if they hold up. Uh, I know that. Well, I know their shit holds up, like their old stuff that I listen to, but like. Are they still kind of staying Cradle of Filth, or do they sound like a band from 2020? Uh, you know, know what I mean? So I'll play you a song from an album that I like from 2000, which is still pretty late for them. Um, Beauty and the Beast? You mean Cruelty Beauty, and the Beast? Uh, Cruelty and the Beast. Right, Beauty and the Beast? I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, it's, uh, this one's I'm called Be Our Guest. Bastard. Uh, no, this is, this is, Cth- <laughs> this is uh, Cthulhu Dawn. I love this fucking song. I love this uh, riff. It's so good. He's so little, too. Anyone better match potentially could kick this guy's ass. (laughs) I love this right here. But, um, yeah, so that was from 2000. So let's see what their most recent release is, right? So their most recent release, make sure it's not like a reissue or anything like that. Uh, that's. I'm sorry. It's not a reissue. Uh, Cruelty and the Beast is remistressed. By the way, yes. Uh, the newest thing is Cryptorania. Yeah. So let's go with number two because I'm sure number the number one track is some long gothic Hear instrumental. Me now. <laughs> yeah. Some girl yeah, <laughs> talking. Some, some girl. Des- I- described by Danny Filth, the single is described as having a very old school cradle vibe. What's the single? 
single is achingly beautiful. Achingly beautiful. Okay, so here we go. It's seven minutes and two seconds. Here it is. Oh, this is a Creole Phil. Matt Ben Phil here, 120 minutes. Creole Phil. Definitely fast forward at least 30 seconds. Oh, wait. This guy's five foot tall. He's tiny. Hell yeah. They, oh, still, they got still got it. it, dude. They fucking still got it, baby. 2017. Shit, I might have to listen to this album. I could, I would not know this wasn't from... So this Cold is from 2017, right? Let's listen to this. And fuck, that's so good. Let's go all the way back to... Um, let's go to... 1994. Uh, the Principle of Evil Made Flesh. And this uh, this a, one's probably going to suck. This though. is a song from them. From then, I was going to. Nineteen ninety-four. What other albums came out in ninety-four? I'll find out. That's Sunny Day Real Estate that I was talking about. I listened to earlier. Let me pick a different one because I think I just picked an instrumental one. Like an actual idiot. Uh, Dookie came out in 1994. This is so much more black metal. Yeah, this is that like uh, Burzum type of black metal. Yeah, it's way... It's like mayhem. Oh, here's the title tag. This song kind of rules. This is like Slayer. Yeah. Okay, maybe I would listen to this. Still sounds good. 1994. (laughs) So this is when Weezer's Blue album came out. Uh, (laughs) Oasis definitely, maybe. Nas Illmatic. Ill Communication by Beastie Boys. Downward Uh, Spiral. Smash. Downward Spiral. Smash. Uh, That's a good album. Um, Live Through This by Hole. That's my number one. Jar, jar of Flies. Kurt, Kurt cradle of Filth, baby. Oh, the reason why I say their fans are cringy is like, I'm in a Cradle of Filth like Facebook group. It's brutal. There was somebody posted the other day, is like, any Cradle of Filth fans over 50? I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah, most of them should be. <laughs> I was going to um, say. So I, so I saw them at uh, OzFest, um, and they were doing like a meet and greet at a certain point. And so... It, OzFest for us uh, is in like a parking lot. I'm assuming that's kind of like a lot of other places. So it's really weird to see them in like at two o'clock in the day. Uh, <laughs> full, uh, full fucking corpse paint. Kind, yeah, full corpse paint. Uh, but like they definitely took like most of their stage gear off because they were just in like, you know, they were in all black, but it's like him in like a sleeveless, like another band on the tours t shirt just because like, <laughs> you know, all my shit's dirty uh, but it was just like he, he he strolls out everybody else is like five foot ten six foot tall and then he's like we represent the lollipop <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and then like i see him talking to people and like these fangirls with their fishnet sleeve arms on and they're and like they corsets up. and they're huge like they're yeah. giant titties all pressed up right and then he's just like oh nice to meet you yep danny what's your name what can i sign it as He's so cockney. It's fucking hilarious to hear him talk. Uh, if you ever get a chance, follow his Instagram account. 
uh, because it's just him being a normal human being, uh, still with the dark edge, and he loves Christmas. <laughs> it, it, it's great. <laughs> uh, Cradle of Filth, that's a, that's a good pick. Hell yeah. Matt, number one. My number one uh, is classic band Black Sabbath. Mm. I think it's one of the... There's a couple of examples, uh, I think, of good color word bands, right? Um, and I think at this point it's safe to go through some of them, like Pink Floyd or White Blue Zombie. Oyster Cult. Blue, no, Blue Oyster Cult is three words. But just like two words. Oh, two words. Color and then a thing. Um, color and sound, dude. <laughs> uh, Blue Cheer is another one. Uh, but yeah, Pink Floyd, White Zombie. And I think of all of them, Black Sabbath is the best. It's when you think about, you know, we were just talking about music in 1994. What about music in, you know, when did that first Black Sabbath record come out? 68 or something? Who knows? Um, hang on. Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath with Black Sabbath on a June, uh, February of 1970. Like, think about the music that was out in 1970 and the end of the flower people time for Black Sabbath <laughs> to come out is, is just mind blowing. And it's, it's What's so evocative. Matt, do you of... like Black Sabbath? You're talking to me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, not a lot, but... You're probably more of an okay. Aussie solo guy. I'm more of an Aussie solo guy. Um, I, you're probably going to hate me, and probably a lot of people are. I think Tony Iommi's kind of bad at guitar. Oh, no, he's great. Dude, the best fucking wrist. But he's missing, I, like, I, fingers, isn't he? I think his wrists yeah, are... he's I missing th- two fingers. I think his wrists are pretty good, but um, that's about as far as I'll go. He's not like a crazy metal shredder, right? But yeah, definitely some of the most fucking awesome riffs. Very iconic Dude, riffs. Symphony of the uh, Symphony. Uh, uh, I just had a fucking brain fart. Uh, what's that? Uh, Black Sabbath. I don't know. Symptom, which Symptom of the Universe. Symptom of the Universe. Children of the Grave. Um, Dude, Snowblind is such a fucking good Snowblind, goddamn song. Snowblind. Fuck. Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. Um, What's I mean, that one that pigs? Yeah, even even like the really popular stuff like like Paranoid and and um, Iron Man. It's fucking great shit, man. NIB, that's a song. NIB, Nativity that song is Black. so fucking good. That song is uh, like when when you said like what was coming out at the time. I think the biggest juxtaposition is NIB. <laughs> How does NIB go? I don't oh. remember it off the top of my head. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of a different bass song. solo intro. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. What am I? I'm thinking of the oh, one that's yeah. it's very slow. It's like, bow. That's Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. First song of the first record. That's that one? Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. You want to hear my version again? It goes like this. It goes, bow. You gave me a very genuine chuckle right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, and that's such a funny... <laughs> <laughs> if, if I start another band, I'd be like, no, no, you gotta do like a trill. You gotta, so, so it's gotta, it's gotta go this, it goes, banana net, banana net, banana net, Well, have you ever been in a band and like had to mouth how you like, uh, like let's write it like a little bit like this, like whatever. I can only imagine Tony Iommi doing that. Like <laughs> When I was... Uh, when I, when I was in uh, like Slapshot for like two seconds, that's what the singer did for songs. He would come and be like, that was his big thing when I was like trying out was you needed to be able to play on guitar when he would hum to you. Wow. That's how like, because he couldn't play an instrument and that's like how they wrote their songs. 
Electric Funeral, the Pantera version of Electric Funeral, it's really good. But man, the riff is so fucking good. Bang. Um, now that's a that's a good pick. Um, trying to very iconic songs, especially for the time too, because it, it, yeah. it definitely invokes something as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just having the word, I feel like just having the word black was just like, nah, something's dark about this, especially in 1970. <laughs> like, this seems wrong. What was the name that they almost had? Earth. Was it? Yeah, that would have been a cool band name too. Isn't cool. that? Well, I mean, it's not. Dio? You know. What? Isn't that when Dio was Black Sabbath, or is he just? No, they, that was Heaven and Hell. Um, okay, there is, it. there is a, a band called Earth, and they're like Sun, um, except from the, the '90s. Hmm. Uh, what's that noise? Oh, here's the name that they almost had, uh, which was Polka Took Blues Band. I've never heard that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Big in uh, 1970. Uh, da, 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 da. Paul McCartney left the Beatles um, and Let It Be was released that year. Grateful Dead make their first appearance. Yeah. Um, the Who played Tommy at the New York Metropolitan Opera House. Like that's the kind of stuff that was going on. Like Jim Morrison was found guilty of indecent exposure. Layla and Assorted Love Songs by Derek and the Dominoes is released. Uh, shit like that, and then fucking Black Sabbath. And then cool dude, Black Sabbath. That's a good throw. What's your number one? <clears throat> My number one is actually something that was mentioned. Uh, oh, I know what it is. Not too long ago, and my number one is White Zombie. Uh, um, oh, it's not what I thought you were gonna pick. What? I'm sorry, I, I really didn't think. I thought at this point they were safe because it's like I tried to know. I I know sold you so. It's, um, it's, and then you know, both from movies and the color and name, White Zombie is such a good band name. Fuck. Uh, sorry, Matt. What did you think I was gonna say? Insane Clown Posse. Oh, insane! No, no fucking way, <laughs> dude. Insane Clown Posse is like a really good name. That like invokes a lot of like feeling of the times. Like you talk, you think about it. You're like you're a really funny guy, but you're also a little bit crazy. It, and you're funny. <laughs> uh, but no, White Zombie. Um, it's it's one of those things. It just it just gives me an image in my head of what I think this band could sound like. Hold and, on. Yes, sir. They have an they have a a twenty sixteen release. White no. zombie? It's just Rob. It's not, it he doesn't have J or It says it came from NYC and it's like it it might be like a bunch of like unreleased stuff. Oh yeah, maybe. It's well like lot, no, it's, it's, it's definitely not an it's not an official release. It's uh it's a compilation. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Compilation June June 2016. Huh. The music pummels, says Pitchfork. Audio remastered by Jay. Huh. Oh, good for him. 108 page booklet. <clears throat> that sounds cool. pretty interesting. Dude, Jay but from it, White uh, Zombie. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You keep going. Uh, Jay from White Zombie used to write an article in Guitar World magazine about like how to be in a band. And I fucking loved it. He, like, I learned so much about how to be in a band from this dude's articles in Guitar World magazine. Fuck yeah, dude. And it's also cool because they're from my hometown of Haverhill, Massachusetts. Haverhill, Massachusetts. Hometown um, heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Very was, much um, so. Uh, Rob Zombie was on the Joe Rogan show last year, probably last fall. And I remember very distinctly because I was it was the first time I was redoing my lawn and I listened to this episode. 
And it was cool because uh, Joe Rogan's from Newton. So a good, if you're a local person to us, to hear like a kind of cool, like, you know, two very famous people talk about our very local towns. Uh, it was kind of cool. You to go hear. to Supas and get a fucking fat, fat chicken? No, fuck Supas. <laughs> just like stuff like that? Fucking sucks. I hate that place. Oh, damn. I'm just saying things like that. Uh, talk about like local eateries that like. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Nobody else would, you know. And he talks about like um, moving from Haverhill to New York and how different it was and things like that. Uh, yeah. I can imagine that, that. That's wild. But yeah, I mean, just it, White Zombie just. It just does something for you. Like you said, uh, Better Matt, it's a it's based off of a movie. Um, and in 1935, I'm sure that fucked up a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> but to have like a band come out and have that name, just like zombie in something, uh, it it just gives you some sort of immediate feeling. And uh, I think this one does it uh, big time for me. Uh, I just I get an image in my head uh, and I think it's fucking cool. Like I don't think of, obviously, zombies... As being white, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think of when I hear white zombie. I think of like when you know when cat turds used to turn white when you found one outside. Like <laughs> it, it's it's deteriorating in some pro, sort of manner. Pro, if you walked huh? by a white turd, you'd look at it and be like, "That's a cat turd." Yeah, dude. <laughs> Not like cat a turds used turd. to be white. Used to be, <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. uh, till what twenty ten? Yeah, they decided to fucking go neutral and go brown. Um, but yeah, the ghost is dead. It's just like I don't know. It it just gives me a feeling, uh, big time, um, in the metal kind of genre, uh, out there. Uh, play "Creature of the Wheel," please. Um, the one of the heaviest songs ever written uh, to be blessed by mankind's ears. Hands down, one of the heaviest songs of all time. This is a song that definitely makes me want to fight somebody in a heartbeat. <laughs> hey, everyone, if you're near Fro and the song's about to come on, you better get the Be fuck careful. out of there. Put your dukes up. Alright, so this is uh, a creature of the wheel, Matt Pinfield, 120 minutes. Oh! So hard. Here it comes. So sick. I wish I was in a band currently, and I would love to cover that. You know what I want to hear? Uh, I'm on Spotify for Wes Zombie right now, and they have their 1985 EP. I'm curious to hear Ooh, what this sounds like. Bad? Is it bad? You've heard it? I bet it's fucking awesome. It's because it's it's so uh, the production sucks. Put it on, like feel God, free. It's Gods of Voodoo Moon. Yeah, it's, I don't. I can't get into it because I think the production's just too bad for me. Um, well, let's see. It just sounds like a demo. You think this sounds bad? <laughs> it sounds like those dudes that play like the wood box in the train stations. The drums were recorded in a whole new place. I want to hear his vocals from back then. like mud honey it sounds, it sounds like mud honey it sounds like the a same totally white zombie? different i don't know it says white zombie gods on voodoo moon what yeah, about dude. psycho head blowout from 1986 their 1986 ep i mean that sounds like rob zombie 
Psycho. I, I mean, the only thing from 1980s, it does sound like them. Uh, I have from 1986 is Pig Heaven. And then the Soul Crusher in 1987. Uh, wow, I didn't know that they. I, all I could think of is like Oh, Psycho Hedrick. and Astro Creep. Yeah, let's go. It sounds like Dave Mustaine fucking around in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But so yeah, that's um, fucking so strange that the, oh man, bands are wild, huh? <laughs> I mean, if yeah, you're man. in a band for more than ten years, it's you know. I want so that was all right. I want to go through the history here. So that was 1986. Let's go to 1987. Soul Crusher. See what they sound here. Drowning the Colossus sounds like a cool song. Okay, that's that. Uh, let's go to 1989, Make Them Die Slowly, Murder World. Oh. Voice are way different. What happened? Uh, he just I know, he realized like, the, lower, the lower tone was better. I mean, what? Like, something happened between like 87 and 89. Something drastically them. happened. Like what? I wonder what other albums they were listening to in so, New York I'll, at the time. Let's do "Die Zombie Die" from 1987, right? Let's listen to this again. This sounds like Fred Armisen making fun of somebody. <laughs> That's what it sounds. So there's that, and then two years later. We have this. What album is this on? It's, making, it's the same two albums. I'm just playing them back to because oh. they're like... Uh, gotcha. Something happened. Maybe he hit puberty in 1988. Well, and then 1992 came up. Yeah, 1992, but I feel like everything else from that happened... Uh, is stuff that 92, we, that's like their major label. Sunshine and Knuckle Duster. Huh, weird. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good number... Uh, Number good number one. one, decent number one. Yeah, white white zombie. I think pretty decent. What uh, what uh, honorable mentions do you want to do? Do you want to do the fun butts first? Uh, my my real quick honorable mentions were things like uh like Space Hog. <laughs> Space Hog is a good band name. I was just like that to me. That's like just like a yeah. I'm in a band called Space Hog. It's like yeah, that's a you, band name. When you were gonna say uh, when you said Cradle of Filth, I thought of another band of that. You know, the not the same kind of band, but like that makes me think of is a like Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, that's a great band name too, in that same kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dead what's Kennedy's, a bad Dead Kennedy's almost made name. Dead Kennedy's almost made my. Oh, actually, I do have one very specific band that I almost put on here, just because I think it's one of the best worst names ever. Uh, once again, skip ahead ten seconds. You don't like naughty words, but uh. Anal cunt. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. It's just like, what a punch in the face of a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's, it really let's try is. to be as offensive as possible. Right. Um, uh, all Them Witches. I've never heard the band, but that's a fucking great band name because it's a oh. reference to that line in, in uh, Rosemary's Baby. This reminds me well, of- What is uh, that? Witches with dicks. <laughs> uh, what? They're an actual halfway, like, they're like a kind of popular band too. If I remember correctly, like they had some pretty decent success. Uh and Goblin Cox. Goblin uh, Cox? I always forget if it's Cock Goblin or Goblin Cock. 
Acid oh. Bath is a good one. Yeah, Joy Division is a cool band name. Joy Division was a good one. Yeah, there's tons of them, but we can go to the butts first. Let's go to the butts. Going to the butts. Let's go uh, to the butts. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. If it would load, that'd be great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, What the fuck? Oh, goddammit. I hate fuck? when this happens. I hate it when it happens. Do you need go. me to get and read it? No, I got it. There we go. There we go. So let's go. Top five band names. If you want to get your list read, go to makefun.network or search makefun network on Facebook and become a fun butt. Um, Espen Jansen is the fro. I think he's from, I don't know where he's from. He's from some, I want to say Sweden. He's, uh, I think, I believe it was, it's either Norway, Norway? or I think it's Norway. Sweden. I'm sure I, feel I, bad have, that I can't remember. I'm sure I offended him greatly right now. But, uh, what I was going to say is he's the fro of wherever he's from. Cause he always asks clarifying <laughs> questions. Uh, cause he says, I assume this also encompasses artists. Sure. Oh, Gustavo Simon, right off the bat, anal cunt. Uh, number four, John and his bitch. Number three, the bean heads. Number two, burning embers in my eyes. Hey, hold on a second. And number one, Nicki Minaj. Who's Gustavo Simon? No idea. We must know him. Sure. He must be a local. He. How is, we, how is Nicki Minaj a good band name, though? I don't. Just because you don't get it, better Matt. We have to know I, him. I don't get it. Why? Should I don't know I who Burning it? Embers in My Eyes is. Should I? He must. So two things. Either he is an incredible top five fan from way back, but Burning <clears> Embers <throat> in My Eyes is the fake band that we used to talk about in our group of friends when we used to go to parties and we used to just make fun of people because we would talk about a band that didn't exist and they'd like act like they knew who they were. Oh, I wasn't Dooley, part of that. Dooley told the story a long time ago about that. Because he created it. That's if if that's the because I don't know who this person is. Like I don't recognize him from from like the Tokesbury days. But not to say that I'm 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 just misremembering. So it's either that or this person is a diehard <laughs> uh, fun button. <laughs> I absolutely, die. I had to click on his profile. That's how much that just caught me off guard. Keep going, buddy. We're going long here. Sh- you shush. He lives in Alaska, so I, I know, know, I know, I know. All right, Gustavo Simon, uh, that was his list. Uh, George Cipperoni, number five, Napalm Death, number four, Anal Cunt. Why is Anal Cunt getting so much love all of a sudden? <laughs> number three, West Texas Rednecks, number two, Herman's Hermits, <laughs> number one, Cold Slither. Um, number uh, Stephen North, Sergeant says the XWK experience. Oh, so he just uh, made up all of these band names. Number four, DJ's Disc Jockey, number three, Matt Prime. Matt Prime and the Bistonies, a.k.a. T5OD. Number two, Vincenti's Veggie's Veggie Tail Village. And number one, Fromo, Fear of Missing Fro. Brian Davis says, Oakley Doakley and the Ned Flanders, uh, based on heavy metal band. Uh, Max Sabbath, that is a very fun one. The Black Sabbath tribute band that's all McDonald's characters. (laughs) Um, Mitch Mint, fresh as fun, but number five, Super Sexy Fun Time. Uh, Everyone made up band names. I did not say that we were making up band names in this. <laughs> For the record, I know we don't have the best record because it could go either way. I would probably say bands that we made up in the title. But um, hey, you fucked up. No, I didn't because I put the title of what it is. <laughs> true. I mean, some people did say anal cunt. That is true. Uh, so Imagine anyway, they think they made it up. Mitch Mint, nah, maybe. Uh, Super sexy fun time number four. Little slimy clam danks, which I do like. 
Number three, tectonic explosion. Number two, elongated angst appendage. And number one, don't be a punk, titty bang your waifu. (laughs) 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 Yo, I will will start and record one song for each of these bands. Uh, Daniel Sepatora. Number five, Ego Factory. Number four, the Voodoo Lobsters. I think it's Ego Factory. Um, you're right. Number three, another euphemism. Number two, peace, uh, peach wine. And number one, red, redneck cousins making moonshine. I don't know if those are real or fake. I guess that's probably the best part. I can't tell because peach wine is like, why would you make, like, I don't know. Uh, Dingus Adams, prepare yourself. Number five, broken wiener kids. <laughs> number four fuck rectum opinions he's just putting words together uh, uh no there are that's our names spelled out fro oh you're right uh number three more anal tasty taint number two because each terrified teen ends relationships masturbating at thirsty truckers and number one dingus and the hungry grandma fuckers <laughs> Uh, Ramadan, only names of bands I've actually listened to. Number five, Bowling for Soup. Hung out with these guys many times in college. Oh, interesting. Number four, Weird. Public Enemy. Sick. Number three, Rage Against the Machine. Number two, Motorhead. If you spell it without the umlauts, it's a shitty name. And number <laughs> one, uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Great band, man. Shut up, Matt. Uh, Espen Jansen, number five, Evergrey. Number four, Journey. Number three, My Chemical Romance. Number two, This Will Destroy You. And number one, Seven Car Pileup. I like that name. I do like it, too. I don't know them, but I like that. Josh Barkin, the dog butt. Um, number five, World's Scariest Police Chases. <laughs> Is that, it's got to be a real band based on the rest of his list. Uh, number four, Butthole Surfers. Number three, Whole Wheat Bread. Number two, Sprangyard. And number one, Iron Chic. Hey! There you go. Uh, Fro's best friend, Ryan Brown. Number five, oh, R2DC. Number four, All Girl Topless Band. <laughs> Number three, Black Sab Bitch. Number two, Ringo Destar. And number one, Harmonica Lewinsky. <laughs> uh, Jake Polly. Number five, Rage Against the Machine. Number four, Beartooth. Number three, Outcast. Number two, Abandon All Ships. And number one, NWA. Mm. Daniel Morrison, um, fan of all music, but number two, I just can't with the growls. Number five, Butthole Surfers. What you doing? Chewing chocolate. Where you get it? Doggy dropped it. Uh, number four, Limp Biscuit. Still listen, still chuckle at the name. Number three, oh, fuck almost f- made my list. Uh, number three, fuck face unstoppable. Bam, when he performs, performs band, eh, whatever. Number two, Oakley Doakley. Not a fan of the music, but really great name, and also still love the Simpsons. Number two, number one, Goblin Cock. <laughs> Comic nerd fantasy metal with obscene album covers. That's our show. That's our list. Those are our things. Matt, what are you hungry or something? Yeah, man. No, it's uh, our friend's band is doing a live stream at 2 o'clock, so it's right now. Jesus Christ. You know what you should do instead of supporting your friend's music? Uh, Look into making more money. (laughs) Okay, I'll get started on that right now. That's my advice to everybody. Uh, Thanks for being here, Matt. Thanks for being here, Fro. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as always, smell you later. I have to piss so (laughs) bad. Hold on a second. Bye-bye. I didn't end it. I didn't end it yet. Oh, you didn't? No, but Matt already left. <laughs> he immediately oh. disconnected. Yeah, he always does. You know what? Let's spend the next five minutes. Let's, let's give up Matt's phone number. <laughs> Wait, are you still on the show? <laughs> yeah, I'm still recording. <laughs>
You're still recording the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got to pee so bad. I know. You said that. But he, he immediately, usually everyone, like we end the show and we'll, we'll like have a little like debrief. I oh, you know, good show, blah, blah, blah. We talk about it for a second. <clears throat> I said, smell you later. And Matt disconnected from the recording instantly. <laughs> instantly. He's a little fuck. He's a quiche boy. He's a little fuck. Um, you think he listens to the whole episode? Him probably. I was gonna say, you think we could we could sneak something by him for next week and bring it up now and get everyone involved? <laughs> I don't have any dirt specifically on Better Matt to say something. Um, I'm sure everyone. Hey, let's just do this. If you listen to this whole episode so far, uh, everyone, compliment. Um. Just, just give Matt, just sh- like shower him in like really generic compliments for like the next week. And let's just see if like he brings it up at all. Just like here and there. Just like every once in a while, just give him a good compliment. I want to see what happens. Yeah, tell him how funny he actually is. Right. And then next week we'll talk, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll unveil to him that the only reason people did that is because we, we asked you to. <laughs> right. And we'll bring him down. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So I have I'll, to pee so bad. All right, all right, all right. Smell you see my legs. <laughs> smell you later. Holy shit! I have to piss. I'm still recording. Worse than anything. <laughs> I'm still recording. Are you really? <laughs> you motherfucker! All right. I'm Let me the, leave. All right. I'm going. I'm going. All right. Uh, bye. Smell you later.